welcome back to the Kit and Krista podcast, episode 31, back in the We've studio. returned. We have returned. Right. It, is, it feels nice to go into a normal-ish week. This is not a normal week. This is direct week. Woohoo! I said normal-ish. This is, this is far from normal. <laughs> direct Watch has, has um, revealed the, the date right. and time. Now, we need to clarify. Yes. This is Monday, September the 12th. We're recording this before the direct. Correct. Today we will be giving you our predictions. Yes. So you can consider this like a little time capsule that we're That's burying right. into the ground. That's right. And In the edit, we will be doing a little like, are we right or wrong? And we're going to be doing, of course, live reactions. Right. So you can see our, our full reactions there, but then you can, obviously, you're listening to this now. See how we did. Yes. Kind of what in the moment. score? I mean, we could embarrass ourselves like majorly. That's true. Right. That's true. So we'll see how we do. We yeah. don't, we obviously, again, we don't know anything. We're going into this just as, as you guys are. So it'll be fun to see how right our predictions yeah. are. And then we're, we're, again, really excited to react live to it. Um, uh, it's a little bit less early. <laughs> it's like one hour after the normal. It's an, an hour helps. <laughs> an hour does yeah. help. Seven o'clock, I, I am like waking up. So that's okay. not as bad. Good. Hopefully I won't look like a hot mess like I normally Maybe do. Maybe I won't be wearing a baseball hat. Yeah, you might have been showered. <laughs> Maybe I would not be in my pajamas right, right. with like a massive coffee. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're looking forward to hanging out with you guys live if you're going to watch it with us um, for reactions. It's already happened. Yeah, that's true. I always forget. <laughs> you're, you're, I mean, I'm Again, so the passage of time is a challenge for you. Well, yes. Yes. But um, yes, well, we're, we're excited about all of the direct stuff. Big week. Big week. Um... Let's see here. We are, we have iPads now. This was a big suggestion a, from Reggie. That's right. He said, I love the podcast. I mm -hmm. listen to it. But you got to stop shuffling with those papers all the paper time. paper shuffling is bothering. Yeah. It's not, you know, he says it's, it's a distraction. Right. Which, you know what? We are always students of the school of Reggie. We'll do whatever he says, we'll honestly. We'll take his, all of his yes. great advice and suggestions, big or small. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, Mr. Yes, President, sir. Yes. sir. Um, so now we have our iPads, and it's right. very professional. Why didn't Thank we think you. of this sooner? Thank you, Reggie. It's actually really nice, and it's more environmental. I blame you. <laughs> I was telling you, this iPad is from 2011. Oh, no. Uh, this is like still works a really second-gen well. iPad. Yeah. It still works for the good, extreme basics. Good old Apple. Yes. You know, products that last a long time. Right. It's nice. Mine right. is quite old as well. So, um, But here we are, listening to Reggie's advice, um, and it's great. We love to, ha we love to have it. Uh, thank you to everyone that came out to our live panel last time. We saw a oh, bunch yeah. of our wonderful Patreon subscribers there. Um, if you want to join us on Patreon, it's patreon.com slash Krista. We've just been getting more and more people, um, you know, added to our Patreon community, and it's been so wonderful. A lot of you guys are introducing yourselves to us, and I'm just amazed by, like, your background um, I think one person yesterday said, like, I finally was convinced to join after your Splatoon rap videos. Yeah. Thank God it went that way and not the other yeah. way. <laughs> like, I've unfollowed you because you're so bad at this. Um, so it's been really great. It's been so much fun, and it was great to meet some of you guys in person. Yeah. And don't forget, we also now have their $2 tier. Yes. Which is a great entry mm -hmm. point if you've been curious about what's yeah. going on in our world, and you can get access to our Discord. Yep. And of course, you can join, uh, ask us the questions, which we answer uh, here every week. Yeah, that's right. So it's, it's really great, and we are just so grateful to everyone that has been supporting us on Patreon and the wonderful community that we're building there. So it's been awesome. Um, all right. 
What is all happening? We so we came back from PAX and it's been a bit of a blur. Yeah. Um, we do, we have our PAX vlog and all the stuff that we captured from PAX. That's all live. So if you guys want to catch up with what we were doing at PAX and all the cool stuff we got up to, it's there for you. We had a lot of content last week. So it was like a little bit crazy. Last Tuesday, we uploaded our Splatoon rap battle video, mm -hmm. which was, a which ton was of incredible. Fun. Yeah. Uh, I won. For you those, did. For those wondering. Big man, bigger yeah. stands is the, the song of the year. Right. Grammy Award goes to I'll you. I'll be performing live at the Grammys Kid Rock this year. King. Yeah. Maybe the Super Bowl. <gasps> Halftime half half show. Of course. I think it'd be See perfect. See me there. Yeah. You can, instead of like left shark, it could just be like left big man <laughs> and right big man. <laughs> right? It yeah. totally works. I think so. I think you should do yeah, it. Yeah, it's happening. Yes. I'm in negotiations. Um, that was a wonderful video. It was so much fun. Um, don't forget, we also have merch a bit available yes. for that. Um, more on that in a little bit. We got a crazy story about that. Oh my gosh, it's so much fun. The next day, we uploaded uh, our live podcast mm -hmm. from PAX. Yep, we told a story about the wonderful Hideki Kamiya, right? Um, who we spent a really magical week at PAX. Um, and then we got a, a tweet from JP, who was also right. there, and he says that he's doing well and he thanked us for um you know telling yeah, the story really nice. and i was like oh my gosh it's just so nice right. to just like reconnect with you know people that we've we've worked with in the past through this podcast it's been wonderful so we also awesome. got uh, a number of questions about the playstation vita that's true uh, was, uh, sir do you have the right podcast <laughs> <laughs> do a spin-off yeah. show about this PlayStation this is not vita? this is not the greg miller podcast i'm afraid okay <laughs> Uh, glad to answer those. Though again, I, I own a Vita. You do own one, I yeah. Do. You do own one. You did um, use it. You played with it. You like you were very briefly a Vita consumer for a while. And I said, oh, so that's what the Vita is. Back in and the box. Back in the box. I'm sure you still have it in your mom's <laughs> I house. Somewhere. I do. I know. I, have it. <laughs> I knew it. Uh, and then Thursday we put up our vlog. Yes, the vlog was so much fun to, yeah. to shoot, and I really love doing these vlogs now that we're like no longer with Nintendo because it's truly like just this our lives. For, like, and those are hard to do because at Nintendo, it's yeah. like, okay, we could not show any, any logos. Outsider logos. Um, you film in a restaurant, you have to get them to sign a contract. Right. Like all these stuff. Even the other things. like public places. Mm -hmm. or like, like the landmarks. Yes. Like you can't film like Pike Place Market because right. Pike Place They're Market gonna is probably like sue you. Right. So it was always like very constrained and we can never show, we did vlogs on Nintendo Minute, but we can never show you like what we were actually doing like 100% of the time. Yeah. and. We, it's so fun to finally be, to be able to do that. You know, we like take you with us from the moment we get on the plane, you know, to all of our dinners when we like are walking around and there's really no like constraints. And I, I really, I really like that. And I think you guys are enjoying those too. So it's been great to see that. On our Discord, mm -hmm. a lot of discourse about uh -huh. the Seattle gum wall. Oh my gosh, the gum wall. Which, um, Good, watch, rightfully so. Watch the video, you get an eyeful, but there's just this alleyway that oh, is man. covered in gum that people have stuck on the wall. Yeah. And it's disgusting. It is disgusting. Um, some people were trying to explain the history of this. I don't care, it's gross. It's really yucky. Like, get a better landmark. <laughs> We learn all our lives, don't litter, don't don't spit gum out. And then here we are, like just, just celebrating the mess. Yeah. This is the ultimate in lawlessness. Oh scoff yeah. laws. How could you? How could you? There was one of our patrons who's a superstar, I believe. Um, and he had a picture of him like almost licking the gum while his tongue was like 
a centimeter away. I'm like, no, the germs are good. Well, not. again, you asked me, would I rather lick the gum wall or eat a mayonnaise sandwich? I'd rather lick the gum wall, to be quite oh honest. Oh, my God. I, yeah, I would gladly do that. I'd be, okay. Considering the alternative? Yeah, I, please, let me Great. go. Great. Yeah. I, let's not talk, talk about this anymore. It's gross. And... Uh, every day since then, yeah. Splatoon 3 is out. We mm -hmm. have been uploading um, another video. We're playing the entirety of the single player mode. This is like our first proper playthrough. Of a full game. Of a full game. Right. And I've always wanted to do this. And we have this series now on Kit and Krista Play. And it's literally just, we play through it. We don't edit the video at all. It's just like mm -hmm. in these like sort of like 30-ish minute chunks. And we're we're playing through all the single player, and I know some of you guys are like, "Oh, I want to play it myself before I watch before I watch playthroughs because I don't want to be spoiled and stuff." So, those would be there for you when yeah. you are ready for them. But they're but they're a ton of fun. Mm -hmm. You've been playing. I've been heckling you. That's my job. That's how there's proof that there's no editing. It's like we get stuck a couple times. Yeah, yeah. And you have to try bosses multiple times right. or like you know try stages multiple times. It's a it's pretty fun though. We've been having a lot of fun. It's really like, you know, really kind of robust single player mode. Yeah. And finally, I get to understand what the single player mode is by <laughs> playing it. So there you go. We don't know exactly how long this mode is, but maybe we'll be done around the weekend-ish. I think maybe, so. There might of. be a couple of chunks that are like a little bit longer. Yeah. We'll see. We're not 100%ing it or anything like that. Oh, no. We're just like oh, no, kind no, no, of no, 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 no. naturally going with yeah. our, just like what we feel like doing right. and then like going through it. Yeah. So. yeah. But we did a, a, a really fun, uh, we have a couple parts uploading that had some really fun stuff that, yeah, I, that yeah. I was like, oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so that is kind of what's happening. And then another busy week this week, obviously. But now I want to talk about my funny merch story. Oh yes, this is great. Yeah. I like this. Because it has to do with Slick Deals. Our wonderful sponsor Our wonderful for this episode. Our wonderful sponsor for yes. this episode of the video, which is which is awesome. So if you guys don't, don't know what Slick Deals is, it's this Chrome extension, browser extension that you can get. And it just searches for coupons for you. Um, there's also an also app. Also an app, yep. we should say. And then you can also get like, they have like hot deal reports um, and other reports that, that you can get, um, like subscribe to in a newsletter or go on their site and look at like what is sort of trending deals. And we've used Slick Deals for like a lot of our tech equipment. They have a lot of tech um, stuff that goes on sale. But this time, I was really surprised by what happened. This so, is specific to the extension. Exactly. You had a wow moment I using this. I had a this. wow moment. So I have, of course I have the browser extension um, on my computer and I was getting our merch store set up for um, all of the new merch that we have for the Splatoon rap video. And I had set all the stuff up and whenever we do new merch, we always order samples to make sure like everything is like quality for you guys. And then we also, you know. I mean, also to wear it. Also to wear it. because <laughs> Where it is it, by the way? I'd love to wear it. If the shipping request did say it. You got sent. the slowest shipping possible, I see. That's not my fault. Talk to, uh, talk to Spring. Uh, um, but anyways, I, I order all our samples and I'm going to check out. And I'm like, oh, I can use my Slick Deal Chrome extension yeah. to search for coupons. And it found a working coupon, Amazing. and I got thirty percent of my off of my own merch. Your own merch. <laughs> and I was like, "This is so awesome! Right. Like, that's great." So there you go. It was so easy. It searched like maybe like eight or nine coupons, and a couple of them totally yeah. worked. And that's, it was like very easy in the checkout process. That's not a place I would expect there to be a coupon to use. Exactly. But it, it very unobtrusively pops up when yeah. there is, it thinks so there might be something. Here is my suggestion to yeah. all of you. 
get the browser extension with our link. I will put it here and in the description box. Go to our merch store, which is also in the YouTube shelf. Order yourself some wow. great Kit and Krista merch and then use your Slick Deals browser extension to get 30% off. Full circle. Look at that. This is service people. <laughs> Let me tell you, okay? <laughs> Anyways, we love Slick Deals. Real life proof that this works and it's super easy to use and hope you guys try it out. We'll put all the links below and, and here, right here. All right. All right. Let us move on to our Nintendo story time, which it's a good is one. also Splatoon themed. It's a good one. We got it on the brain right now. Um, this is a really fun story and it's about the Splatoon Mess Fest, which is the launch event that we had for the first Splatoon game when it came out. 2015 that 2015. Was. Right. right. Kind of a long time ago, but 2015. Um, I watched this video this morning. Felt like it I was just yesterday. I watched this video. Yes. I watched it last night before I went to bed. And it, it just, yes, exactly. All right. So let's wind it back to the beginning of this. You were actually the lead for this game. Uh, I was, but you were working very closely with me as yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah. This we was one together. of those, this was one of those um, launches that we did where it was like, very high profile. This is like sort of, you know, the you know, the thing with the new IP was coming. We had this really creative young development right. team that were very interested in like new ideas. We had met them at E3 and had a great time running around the show floor. I have some videos of that. And I think there's a meme from that moment. Yeah, but okay. I'm in the Why don't you explain <laughs> that? Okay, so Because I mentioned that to some people in the Discord and it blew their mind. It did blow and then their you mind. never came to explain it. I Oh, you did. Okay, I good. came to and I sent the I, I shared the picture of when they shot me, and oh I was like gosh. laying dead on the floor, um, which maybe is not so kosher yeah. nowadays. But um, but yeah, so we had met the team. We had heard about this game. Obviously, we were like all super excited about this sort of new, just totally new thing coming coming uh, uh, for Nintendo. And then we met the development team at E3, and they were just yeah, we just had the best impression of them. They were you know. So just fun and open to all these new ideas. They were incredibly creative, and we just got the sense from them that like they're just like kind of like down for whatever. And this was one of the first Nintendo E3s with social media. Yeah. So it was yeah. like any anything goes. What are we gonna do? I don't. Sky's I the limit. I loved it. Right. Yeah, it was the best. It was definitely one of those moments where everybody was just like, we're all willing to just like try things yeah. out be experimental. Yeah. And I was weirdly in charge of like the developer. I was like the developer social media handler that year. Hmm. So my job was to come up with like activities that we could do with the developers, whether it's, you know, little videos that we can shoot for social or like just, you know, things that we could post with the developers on our social media channels. And of course my first instinct was, well, Splatoon, let's get some water guns and squid hats and run around and try to shoot each other crazily. And then of course everyone was like, we are so down for this. Let's do it. So they like, we like literally did that. We had like all these, we had a box of like, just like insane props to use for social media videos. We had like a lot of, you know, like mer like giveaways and stuff for Splatoon. So we were like getting the squid hats, putting that on and then running around the second floor of the um, Nintendo booth, which is like the business area that we talked about before where people were, were doing meetings and being very distracting. And if you run Big upstairs- business. important business. I'm sure Reggie was like, shut up. What are you <laughs> doing out there? Like I'm having a meeting with like CNET, like go away. Um, but the other thing is when you run up there, it like shakes the whole booth. So it was very distracting. So apologies to everyone that we, we've like maybe <laughs> distracted during that video shoot. But we, we basically like 
we're running around like simulating like a Splatoon turf war in real life. You did a meme. And I was, I, I was memed. We were memed. <laughs> it is the meanwhile at Nintendo <laughs> meme. We'll put it here. The other fun fact oh? that people may not know about that meme is Mr. Onuma is also in that one. He, was he wearing a, a squid hat? He is. He oh, is really? incognito wearing a squid hat. Oh, you're going to have to show us we'll which to, one that we'll is. We'll have to circle point I did out. not know that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, because we were like, we need more than just the two, I think it was like two or three Splatoon developers that were yeah. there. We need more people. For Turf War, you need like four on four. Yeah. He was an extra? He was an extra with Rob uh, Tunstall. Oh my gosh. Who was his okay. translator. Huh. There's a big tall guy and yeah. a bunch of like really short people. Right. That's why. Wow. <laughs> Oh, look at that. We got a little story time and a story time. I here. know. Where, where's exhibit when you need them? <laughs> this is an exhibit moment. <laughs> this is an exhibit moment. Um, story time inception. But the, the Mess Fest, though, so yeah, Splatoon was handled kind of differently because we knew it was like a, potentially a huge new franchise for us. Right. So there was all these other like, oh, we got the Splatoon's pl marketing planning summit and everybody came. Yeah. But the message was just like, planning. we need big ideas. As they would call them, the purple cow. The NBDB. As, as Reggie calls it, NBDB, never, never been, been done, done before. before. Um, I mentioned that to him when we saw him at PAX. He, laughed, he wanted to give me a high five after that. He, he loved loves that. it. Um, it. It's true. You do want those kinds of moments, yeah. you know? And that's, and like, th that's like a double edged sword because it's like, okay, well, you know, typically we have some constraints and there are no constraints, but it also means like, oh gosh, we might have to do something that's like really hard and or re or really risky. And really you risky. You don't have any sort right. of like, baseline of how to do it right you right know? yeah um and somebody on our events team was like well we think we could like recreate the splatoon experience in real life yeah and that sounded to everybody like a really promising idea must have been inspired by the meme that was something that would <laughs> that would often come up like oh let's create you know whatever in real life you had done an event for mario. super mario 3d mm -hmm. land in yeah. new york i didn't go to that but that looked really cool and yeah. seemed to capture we'll that. tell that story at a different time right because i had a number of challenges when you do things right that are risky like this right that we did not anticipate and this one was kind of the same thing like sounds super cool if we can pull it off but could have a lot of challenges as right well. right and so it seemed like a really promising idea. They were continuing to do research and we were all, but we were all kind of like banking on that. Of like, all right, this feels like of all the ideas we've come up with, one of the best ones. Mm -hmm. Hopefully this pans out. Our events team is super good. Yeah. Um, and they came back and they're like, yeah, we can do it. And we right. found this space on the Santa Monica Pier. Which was such a vibe for Splatoon. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, yeah. By the water. And they were like, yeah, we could do these build outs and people could do this like real Splatoon chorus and we could make it into this competition mm -hmm. and we could let the public do it. Yep. And and we just started to riff off that. It's like, right. oh, well, what if we brought in like celebrities? And then it became like, oh, well, maybe you and I can do it and we can film a video for that. Yep. That was really like a big transition point because it there was so much talk around events of like, we have to just break out of... The people that are there. Only reaching the people yeah. that are there and make it something that anybody... Can, can, you know, experience through a video mm -hmm. or some other sort of content. Yeah, and that was, again, because it was like sort of the, the beginnings of social media. And there's a lot of, you know, opportunity that, that everyone saw. Like, how can we build something that is like so visually compelling that when you share either images or videos and you have all these now channels and people following these channels, like, how can you do it so that you just get like so much more reach than you would than just the people coming to the event in Santa Monica? Right, right. So that was like... Sort of the then after that, I feel like every event had that as part of its right. like strategy. Right. But that was like really the first event that kind of 
looked at marketing right. in that way. So it was really different for and, us. And honestly, I think even still, this was this was one of the few events that really nailed that pulled it off. That idea. Yeah. There have been a couple others, but that this one, you know, was the first and also one of the best examples. So <clears throat> Again, we're in the Santa Monica Pier. They've made this whole, you know, live Splatoon obstacle course, and we're going to do it. Yeah. Um, so I remember we went the day before to scope it out. Yeah. And, and we were, they were like telling us, like, oh, here's what you're going to do. And what, what were you thinking, like, when they were showing this course to you? I was thinking this is way harder than I thought it would be because <laughs> it was like it was like legit like Ninja Warrior level like stuff. Yeah, it's like you're climbing like a rope you ladder. You had to climb the rope, and so so how it's set up is it's basically a course that was the same on the both sides. Right, for you, two people to two do. Two people to do. It's like a race. It's a race, and yeah. there was areas where you had to ink just right. like in um, Splatoon. Right, and you know it was two sides, so it was like a green side and a purple side. Yeah. So the idea was for you to get through the course the fastest, but everyone had to do the same thing. And when I first saw this course, I was just like, this is way taller, bigger, harder than I ever imagined. I did not have the advantage for this one because I was too short. What do you mean? Too short couldn't reach. <clears throat> you, were, you were nearly uh, an Olympic level gymnast. I was too what? short, I couldn't do I, reach Do anything. I look like that to you? <laughs> Your legs are long. That has nothing to do with it. Yes, it did. Um, <laughs> I was I was definitely like, oh yeah, this is like the real deal. And they're like, oh well, first thing, you're just gonna go down this slide into a vat of ink. Yeah. I was like, oh well, that's gonna set the tone. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what that's gonna and be they, like. They had to like they literally had to dress us like right. for this. We had like helmets on just right. because it was like an actual. There was a lot course. of there was a lot of discussion around what we would wear to this because because <laughs> at first they're like, well, we're gonna have these official outfits that you can wear. And I think we were both like uh, a little iffy on that because like yeah. it's going to be a lot of spandex. And I was like, it was a lot of spandex. I don't really want to do that. <laughs> but we did. There I remember some I, great photos. But I remember we. I think we both brought like alternate outfits because they're like, yeah, if you want to wear something else, you can. And then we got there and like, you're not wearing that. No, they no. made us wear it. Right. So we were wearing the, the outfits. It was like literally like a spandex, right. like tights. Yeah. And then shirt, and then you wear like shorts. And there, there was like, something covering it up at least. Thank God. Yeah. Because it's really leaving nothing to I the know, imagination. They didn't do a good job selling us on these outfits. It was also white. So just pure, like, pure white it could spandex. Be see through. Like no, your, all yeah. your stuff is just the, out the for bits. the world to see. My squid bits. <laughs> <laughs> So we had this. We had this one day to like see it and like think about it. Yeah. And we were going first. We were the, we the were next like the, morning. We were literally. We were like the, the maiden test, voyage. The test guinea pigs. We totally were. They were like. They were like let's because see if we this had works. so we had like legit celebrities coming. I remember we had James Marsden was yeah, the big name that I that's remember. Right. But they got all this talent from like the Disney Channel. Right. They did a big deal with them. They were like hosting this other video that they were mm -hmm. doing. And the Disney Channel was like on site. Remember? They right. had like a little area where they were giving away stuff. Right. They were doing like their Disney radio stuff. Right. So it was like super integrated into right. the event. So yeah, there was like, we had like us going first and then all the celebrities were going like yeah. at, in different time slots after us. But you, we were for sure the test Do you subjects. remember any of the other celebrities that were not James Marsden? I, I don't. I don't either. I don't think I recognized some of the Disney ones because I was like too Well, old. yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't they were like 12. And they were like yeah. kids, yeah. Good though. Yeah. It was good yeah. for the audience. So yeah. we're going first. It's like, I don't know, our, our run was at like nine o'clock or something. It was early and it was freezing. It was also raining. Yeah. It's hard. It's like, it's on the water. So it was like a very thick fog. Mm -hmm. And it was like, it was like misting gently, but it yeah. was, it was legit freezing. It was freezing cold. Yeah. Freezing cold. And when you, when you're, when you hit the ink after that <laughs> slide, it's like your body went into shock. Right. It was like 
It was like icy goo. It was basically really cold, what yeah. is what it was, and I was like so cold. Um, and the obstacle course, you know, they they were had areas where you do you do have like a weapon that you can right. use. There was like um, an area where you were like going through like um, like a what is it like a tire thing. Well, so there was so let's see. So it started with you go up the ro- the rope thing, and then, big, and then you go in, into the ink, right? Yeah. And then there was another kind of slide. Yeah. And then, yeah, there was, there the, was like the, the tires, tires where you get your feet into the ink. And you're like getting stuck in the ink, basically, right, is the, right. the idea. And then there was like a target. Oh, no. Then then you were inking the ground. Yeah. And then there was a target practice to, yeah. for the end. And the inking the ground part was really cool because it was a giant roller. You could choose. Yeah. There was like a roller. Or there was like other, you know, weapons yeah. that you could do yeah. to do that. Yeah. Right. That's right. where you got me, though. You beat me at the, the roller. Well, that I mean, that's the conclusion of this story is I did beat you. You did beat me. Right. You did fall. <laughs> I have a very comical. We have a very. I fell, everything yeah. was on. Is everything? It's on slippery. Me. It's ink. It is so. How are these inklings so, not falling there down? Was a, also, a great picture of me. My whole face was just purple, and I was just like. Ugh. Yeah. I think you were more uh, worse for wear than I was yeah, by the end of it. My yeah. whole body was like inked, and I think only your like body. Yeah, you really can't prepare for that first. Oh my god! It was like slide down. It was fun. It was also, the texture of it was. I was like, what? What is this? It's not. It was like kind of watery. It was like water based because they were like at the end they were it like did what? taste. Bad. It was basically like they hosed you down at the end. Yeah, it tasted like um, like bitter though. Like it must have been. I'm well, sure don't it was, eat it. What I got in my mouth from when oh, I was sliding no. down the thing. Don't eat it. Oh, we're gonna put all the videos here yeah. so you guys can did see. Did you eat it. glue in school? Is that your thing? No. Is that your deal? I don't like to I'm eat. Like, I'm gonna eat this. Yucky. I like <laughs> unintentionally like splashed yeah. in my face. Well, this was also one of the very first videos that we did outside of our studio. Yeah. So it was like, how are we doing this? Producer Steffi was filming us. So she this. was like on the side, like running along with us with, I know. with the camera. She was awesome. And then that afterwards, like, she didn't know how to do that. No like before did. and after, we would mic up with like these wired mics. Yeah, just then, like how we do now. And then years later, these mics still had the paint from the event on them. We never cleaned them and we never would. And then it was just like permanently on there. It was cute. And it was like, oh, mine's a purple mic. Yours is a green one. (laughs) We always (laughs) knew because it was painted those colors. Right, right. Um, It was also really funny. They they actually had, the event team was so good that they set up like showers. Right. And so like after, it was so cold, right? right? You were freezing, like shivering cold from that run and we would like, we like ran into the showers and there was so nice. I remember she was like, I have like 20 hot towels to hand you. Just keep. And I was yeah. trying to like get all the ink off. Oh my God. It was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And then, you know, the, the rest of the day they had the celebrities do their runs and everyone had a great time. And then we had like, just like normal people yeah, that were yeah. in Santa Monica. They can have a chance to do it. And it yeah. was so cool. Like it's one of those events that very difficult to replicate. Yeah. That's definitely one of yeah. the best. Nintendo events that like I ever. was a part yeah, of. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Now I asked you if you want to do IRL turf for with me. You say no, you don't want to. Well, what do you want to do? I just want to throw water balloons <laughs> what you... filled with paint. Oh, where are we going to do it? Your mom's backyard? Is... Water balloons I don't think she's going to like that. In the parking garage. All right. <laughs> you're going to get banned from this parking garage. You're shooting rap videos. You're throwing water balloons. <laughs> you're standing up on the on the rafters, dancing around. <laughs> oh, gosh. What, you know, that first Splatoon represented that, like, just kind of no-holds-bar type Yeah, just endless creativity. Yeah. Right. And I, I, this is why I was, like, a little bit sad when this game came out, because I was like, oh, 
like it kind of is losing that a little bit, you know? Yeah. And so I, I hope the game is still really fun. I mean, I've been playing it a ton, so it's not like I don't like Splatoon or whatever, but yeah. I just wish, I just want it to continue to embody that first Splatoon, that first moment when we met the devs, like this event, how it was just like, like we're open to anything. Like it doesn't have to f- set a formula, you know? So I just, that's my hope for the series, like to, to just hold on to that spirit. Yeah. Forever. That would mm-hmm. be amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that is our story time for today. Should we get into our Nintendo Direct predictions? <clears throat> yes. This is our uh, Never a Minute segment. Yes. Now, we should say, we did do Nintendo Direct predictions in June mm-hmm. for a Direct that never happened. Right. We did some of the stuff that we predicted in June was part of their like Twitter. There were a few things, right. Drip out of info right. in the summertime. So we checked some of those off the list, like the Bayonetta stuff, the sure, Rabbids. Sure. I think the, the Indie Showcase had some of the stuff. Yeah. Uh, or the Third Party Showcase has some of the stuff that we predicted. Yeah. But there are still a number of things in there. Right. I think I predicted the Splatoon Special Edition, which came out. Um, so, yeah. There was... we've, we've been pretty right with our predictions so far. Just say it. Just put Check that the tape, there. people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now I have like many yeah. apples. So that was the first place I went was back to those Me too. to see how I felt about that. Right, right, right. Um, again, I've been talking about him for a long time. My close personal friend, Jeff Grubb, has been mm-hmm. out there. I believe him. I believe a lot of what he says. He was predicting this direct. He was right. Um, there are some things that he has been suggesting are going to be in this, yeah. which are the ports, pl- which are playing into some of my yeah. predictions. Well, let's go there first. I think we today. both have those predictions. Which one? Which is the Skyward? Do you want to start? Do you start with Zelda overall? Zelda overall. Okay, yeah, so let's do Zelda overall. All right. So number one for me, and this is again something that Jeff Grubb has talked about. That's this has been picked up in the news. I've seen it um, about the Twilight Princess and uh, Wind Waker ports coming to Switch. Um, which is something that we have predicted back in June. I right. predicted Wind Waker back in June. Sounds like this potentially could be like some sort of two-pack or... Yeah, that's that's where I get a little hung up is yeah. how do they release these and what are they, how do they space them out? Yeah. Because, well, I, I, we're just talking all Zelda stuff here. So I do still think Breath of the Wild 2 is coming in March. Yeah. I think we get a big blowout for that game mm-hmm. in this direct. I think so. Some sort of update, maybe a name reveal. Right. Something. Some some sort of, hey, here's, you know, another here's here's some Chunk more details that details. you haven't seen. Yeah. Like I'm imagining like a whole like at the end, like here's 15 minutes of all Zelda stuff. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it culminates in the Breath of the Wild 2 details. They right. really do need to get this name out. I mean, you know, we would always they'd be like we need to start pre-orders on this game like mm-hmm. today. And the retailers are always like eager to post that up and you don't yeah. want a leak to happen and, they, and there's hesitation yeah. to fully doing that until you have an actual title and an actual date right yeah a title and a date so yeah. i think we have that's a lock for me is that we get yes those two things oh, that's, we have the lock animation we gotta lock this in. lock it down lock people. it in lock it down okay um yeah so the twilight princess and wind waker i i do now agree that those are going to be in the direct but again i still get a little hung up on how they're going to get out there i feel like one of them has to come out this holiday well the, the, their message says mainly focus on games releasing this winter well we know well. that that means nothing <laughs> no but it does it does mean something so, so i think you know we we've identified december as a an opening 
for them. They don't really have a exactly. December game. So I think one of them could go in December. Right. And they want something more like family friendly. So it might be Wind Waker. Yeah. They could, I mean, what, something else they could do is they, they could shadow drop one day and date and then save the other one for December. Spread them out a little bit that way. Because mm -hmm. I don't think you want to get it into... Next year. Next year. Because you want people to focus on Breath of the Wild. You're going to have a lot of information on that to start putting yeah. out in January. You want people to be completely committed and focused right. to that. Yeah. So I feel like they both have to come out before the end of this year. Don't look at my... Oh, sorry. Don't look at my secrets. Whoa! <gasps> Your iPad. Don't look! From 2013. <laughs> so bright. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. So any other Zelda stuff? Special editions? I don't think there's going to be another special edition. What? Oh, th launching this year? No, Breath of the Wild 2. Oh, Breath of the Wild 2. Yeah, I think they might have something for I mean, that. they went, and there were a lot of special editions for original Breath of the Wild. Remember, there was that big box with the, yeah. the Master but Sword. But not launching this holiday. Like, no more special no. edition switches for this holiday. You're really, you're really locked into what they're telling you in their expectation management. But they you do. You worked there do, for 14 years. They do do that. That's a lie. It's, it's not a lie. When they say that, it's like 90% true and then 10% not. Then there's 10% not, which is the Breath of the Wild stuff, and 90% of it is true. Yes. That's what I'm saying. It's not a lie. So it's not crazy that there would be a special edition. Yeah, for next year. Software. Special editions of Breath of the Wild yeah, 2. Yeah, yeah. That's a given. Well, you didn't say it. Is it a lock? I think it's a lock. Wow. <laughs> this thing that I just said, oh, and that you just refuted five seconds ago. Now I it's a lock. Refute. I was clarifying whether or not it was you. Were, you were saying it's coming out this year, which I think is not. No, it's not. The game's not coming out this year. <clears throat> game's coming out in March. Hardware. End of fiscal. And Might be coming out on my birthday, March twenty eighth. Hopefully, it's earlier than that. Some people were suggesting, uh, you know, March third, which was the launch day of the original game. Mm -hmm. Still an option. Still I think that option. I think somebody said that's a Friday. Yeah. So it could happen. I think that's a good option. I think it's a great option. I think it's probably coming later in March. You think it's not going to make it? Yeah. Yeah, we'll they see. Like, they like to hold these things as long Do as they can. Do we feel like the name is even Breath of the Wild? <clears throat> I don't know. I think they might go a whole different direction. I don't, I don't care either, honestly. Yeah, I mean, just I a mean, name. a name is a name. Yeah, um, I think it might be a whole different name. Unless it's the Kit and Krista show, in which case it has to go. Um, <laughs> again, I think they have maybe overstated the importance of the name and people are very fixated on that. And I yeah. think it might be a little bit of a disappointment of like, oh, we already knew that or we already figured that out or, or again, like, who cares? Yeah. I'm, I'm not... It's getting really long. I don't care. That's the problem. Yeah. It's like if it's like The Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, Song of the Season or something right. like that's going to be a real <clears throat> mouthful. Right, right. Yeah. But that, that is, you know, I think they're anchoring this direct with a big, meaty Zelda, Zelda segment with all that stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah I think so. Uh, okay, anything else on Zelda? Um, no, but there is another franchise that is of the Zelda caliber that I want to talk about next. Mario? Which is Metroid. Oh, Metroid. I, I have Metroid on my list, too. Um, Confirmation of Metroid 4 still in development is what I had written down. So that's what I had said last time. But now that we are getting closer and closer to Zelda, I think, again, they need people to focus on Zelda and get mm -hmm. excited for Zelda. <clears throat> I think there's no, I think there's zero Metroid. I think there's some Metroid. I think they have to acknowledge this at some point. Well, there's no launch date, so, I mean. Yeah, but I think people, it's been like four years, right, since the last update to this. So I'm going to disagree with you on that. All right. So the other thing is, um, Again, this was another Jeff Grubb thing, was the Metroid Prime Trilogy. Right. Which he has been saying is is p potentially still in this direct. I don't think it is. Again, for that reason. 
Well, I think if you're going to port over Zelda and have people focus on Zelda, that might be kind of a, it's a stretch. Too, that becomes too much stuff at that yeah. point. In a and they, I think the point of holding the trilogy ports until you're closer to launching or having information for four. Exactly. Four is, is more logical. <clears throat> I mean, look at how they're using these potential Zelda ports. It's, it's to get people back into Zelda and excited for the new game. Yeah, that's while exactly, they wait for the new game. That's, that's exactly what they would do. Yeah with um, Metroid Prime Trilogy mm -hmm. remakes. So, <clears throat> well, we, okay, this is this is a good point of, of contrast. Yes. So you think we are getting just a confirmation, just like a mention. Yeah, just like a flash the logo yeah, and say still, still, still in coming. development. Still coming. Okay. Working on it. Wouldn't wouldn't be shocking, but I, I, don't, I don't think we get any Metroid um, but other, like, all. no, I don't think there's no, gonna be no games. I don't think there's gonna be any like footage or anything. Like Federation that. Force 2. <laughs> Shadow dropping today for Nintendo Switch. Gotcha again. <laughs> oh my god. Um, okay, so good. We got we got Metroid. Check. Uh, you you want to talk about Mario? Oh, I was wondering if you had any Mario <clears throat> things in yours. Because I well, do not have it. Again, mind. I am holding a torch for this rumored Donkey Kong game, not a Mario. I game. have this on my list too. New Donkey Kong game. I don't think this is getting announced. Again, they probably don't want to announce it right now. They. Yeah. I'm going to scream this from a mountaintop. They don't want you to care about any other big game besides Zelda, Zelda right now. Yeah. They need you, and then come, you know, April 1st, the new fiscal year. You flip the calendar on the fiscal year. Here we go with all this other stuff. Yeah. So. That makes sense. That makes uh, sense for them. I, I really want this game. Well, everyone does. I, but I, I really want it. Well, everyone does. You're not <laughs> but the I don't, only but one. But I don't think we're getting it here. We're not getting it. I don't no. think we're getting it. No. I, I had a question mark next to it. Do you think we'll get something in the Mario movie? Um, I have that as a no. I think they learned their lesson the hard way last time. Yeah. And I think maybe the movie studio is like, hey, let's we're going to do that again. Let's do it our way this time. Yeah, let's do yeah. like an actual movie yeah. promo that we normally do, like trailers <laughs> right. and. Right. I feel like Nintendo might have twisted their arm to do it there, that way last time. And they were like, uh, and now Universal's like, hey, how'd that go, jerks? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not so again. I, had, I had that as a yeah, no. I have that as a no too. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Is that a lock? That's a lock. Oh. No Mario movie. Um, I'll put that as a lock too. Okay. I feel I feel pretty good about that. Okay. <clears throat> now I have another one that is. I, I'm not going to put this in a lock, but it, this is a game where Nintendo has tied itself into a knot. The new Advance Wars. Game. I have this on my list too. As what? I think they're going to launch. Have a launch date for it finally. Um, and the launch date is. This might be a December again. Here's what I think happens. Slightly different. Okay. I think I think it is not mentioned in the direct, but Did you shadow drop in the in the post direct the press release. Oh the sizzle? This, this game is now available on Nintendo Switch. Oh, you just think they're gonna drop it like the right. most like Well the reasoning I mean The reasoning is the war. The war in, in Ukraine is why they are not talking about or releasing this game. Mm. Who knows when that's gonna resolve itself? Yeah. Seems no time soon. Right. Um so I guess you could just never release this game or you could just put it out with zero fanfare at mm -hmm. all and move on. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a lot of fanfare. I, I was thinking they might go back to the December time frame because, again, they, they're missing some stuff sure, there. Sure, sure. So but I'm that gonna, would require them to talk about it. Yeah, but it might be like a quick little slate. Yeah, like, yeah. If it's in there, it's going to be like boom, boom, like, boom, boom, boom. It's boom. like... Um, among other yeah. games, like it's also the, coming that out little, for like, Switch. slideshow thing. Yeah, it's like yeah. this game, this game, this game, this game, this game. Right. Like that. Right. Yeah. But I feel like they've put, like, 
going so far as to say we're, we're not putting this game out, we're putting on an indefinite hold, yeah. means they don't want to talk about it. Well, yeah, they're not. Yeah. They're very scared now, for yeah. sure, to to do anything beyond the the most basic things to, right. to drop this game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I am not putting that in a lock category. Okay. All right, but I got to th- do something. I got to think you got to do something. Just hold, they're holding on to this thing. Let's just get canceled. Canceled the lost game. Too far? I don't know. I mean, it's done. So it's done. Um, what do you got next? What else do I have? D- I? Uh, Splatoon DLC and yes. Splatfest. Of course. That might be the yeah, start the first, of the direct. The first little preview of the yeah. next content drop. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because that, that game's hot right now. Obviously. Absolutely. Yeah, they're definitely going to mention um, that. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. That's, For your whole list? That's like my big stuff. Yeah. Oh, oh no. I've got, I've got pages more. Why? <laughs> um, I will not get into the specifics, but a few m- months ago... Around June, this uh-huh. was this was one of the things that was leading me to think there might be a direct in June. This new Fire Emblem game leaked in a really big way. Which one? The one that leaked. Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> Where that. were you? I don't remember this at all. Well, it leaked, and it looked, and people were like, "Yeah, this game's basically done." Um, they're just looking for the right time to announce it. So I was like, "Oh, you know, these things usually leak when the announcements around the corner." Okay. Um, given how far ahead it seems to be and what people seem to know about it, I think that gets included here and that is maybe another, I don't know what the timing for that would be. That might be a later in 2023 kind of thing. Cause you need, you need a good bit of runway to talk about one of those games. And again, it's like so big. Yeah. Let, let Zelda do its thing. Let Zelda cook. Okay. Yeah. Let it cook the dubious foods. Um, what else here? Poke- what's, what's your thoughts on Pokemon? We get any Pokemon? You might get a mention, yeah. but I don't think, because Pokemon likes to do their own it stuff It just had now. a trailer last week. Exactly. And so it's just like, this game is coming out this holiday. Like, I on this date or whatever. Little to no Pokemon info is what I say. Right, exactly. And if they do... Again, Pokemon does their own thing right. now. If they do, it's just like a restating mention. what is already yeah. out there. By, maybe by the like limited showing edition. The, exactly, the yes. limited edition again. Um... We're getting into some little little smaller bits here. NSO, do we get the new some new something or other? I don't think so. I think we might get the Game Boy stuff finally. Oh really? And I think it's the Game Boy family of systems. Oh boy, the family <laughs> yes. of systems. So that would be you the know FOS. Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, Game Boy uh, Color, maybe a little bit of Game Boy Color sprinkled mm-hmm. in. Well, that's better because you need games that can like hold up. You right. know, if you do that. Yeah, original Game Boy on its own, I don't think is yeah. exciting to many people. Right. So. And again, there's been a lot of noise about this coming. I'm not going to put this in the lock category. This is going to happen. But I'm putting it on my list. Okay. I'm staking my name on the Game Boy. On the Game Boy. The Game Boy family of systems. Game Boy FOS. Um, Switch Sports Golf. I think we get a date oh, for that's that. That's right, the date. Yeah. Again, nobody nobody may care anymore, but oh, I see. This is why I didn't that's think another about one. it at all because I literally have something about this. It's game. another box you got to check. Mario Kart DLC. We just got we got yeah. a pack. We could get another. Yeah, we did just get that pretty recently. Not that recently, but how long ago was that? Mm, that was like a month or two. I don't know. I, I'm. It's a little early. I had it on my list, but I'm I'm not super confident about it. Yeah. Um, I do. Did you have any third party? Things. I didn't because Bangs. I wasn't sure if they were going to do like another separate thing or it just seems like everything is very disjointed these days. I have one thing. Soak song? That is, what, excuse me? Soak song. Oh. <laughs> that is, this is more just, I just want it to happen. Then I don't, I don't really know, but 
This does, this direct does lead into Tokyo Game Show. That's right. We have heard there is going to be something about the Yakuza games. That's right. I saw that. So maybe there's yeah, some right. amount of Yakuza games coming to Switch. Oh my God. Now, that's not going to happen. Now, we did happen. get some Yakuza games on Wii U, which bombed, they bombed mega hard, hard. And Sega, being the genius company that they are, said, we'll never, we'll never put that on a Nintendo exactly, platform again. Exactly. But they got to get that cash. It's they want to get. They want a bit of that cheddar cheese the cheddar, on the Swiss. The dough. <laughs> they want that bread That's, on that, that Swiss. Switch Swiss cheese is what they want. They want that Switch bread. Uh, <laughs> so I'm wondering, like, is there some like, yeah, you know, Yakuza like a dragon? We got a Switch version of that. Oh God, it's never gonna work on Switch. Why? I think they could do it. I don't think they can do it. So eh. I'm putting that in the wishful thinking yeah, category. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. And that's actually the only third party thing that I have. Yeah, I don't have anything on my list. Nothing? Nothing. Not a single thing. Scared to make a prediction about no. a third party? I just think it's going to be very, like, like, just some a lot of nothing. Just a sizzle of, like, nameless games. Okay. Sorry. All right. Any Bayonetta? Any other Bayonetta things? I think there'll definitely be something for yeah, Bayonetta. Maybe but a trailer. But I could also see them doing a, a Bayonetta Direct. That's true. They did do a Bayonetta Direct in the past. Yeah, saving. They hold it for yeah. like a little bit later or yeah. early in October or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it'll be there. But yeah, I mean that all, all that stuff. I mean that's a pretty beefy direct. I do think this will be a pretty good one because there's so much is, has built up. Yeah, exactly. We right. missed that June one, yeah. so that people are. I mean, there, there's news that they have yeah. to share. And the Zelda sure. stuff just ha it's like it's like shaking a bottle of Coke. It's got to explode. It's gonna explode. Yes. Yeah, you gotta open that. It's got. It's like that champagne cork. That's it's right. Very careful. It's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it has to happen. Yeah. You know? What if the segment starts with Mr. Aonuma sabering a bottle of Dom Perignon with a master sword? Oh, oh! I would be <laughs> on the hype train. That is, if that is, At they should do that. 7, 7.30 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> We're popping bottles. Wearing like a Kings of Games shirt, just like, woohoo! King of games. Yeah, like pouring one out for the homie. Whatever new hairstyle he's got now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Looking good. Looking looking so yeah. good. Silver Fox, looking great. Yeah. Savoring champagne. Oh, yes. That would be amazing. I'm a little surprised that. at how few predictions you had. I'm calling you out on, on this. Why? I feel like I you played it a little bit safe. I had a lot of predictions. So, again, what, what were our locks? Zelda stuff. Zelda name and date. Yep. That was a lock. Mm-hmm. Um, Twilight Princess, yeah. Wind Waker Ports. Um, we had the No Mario movie mentioned. Correct. Was a lock. That was a lock. Um, no Donkey Kong is a lock. Yeah. Um, and then we varied on the uh, Metroid. That'll be yeah. that'll be that'll really be interesting where to see. Paths diverge. That'll be very on interesting the to Metroid. see. Yeah. Yeah. Right. All right. How fun. Okay, so... Of course, it's already happened. It's already happened. So please we, please laugh at us if we need know. to be laughed at. Or we'll you can you can tell us that we're right, which is also yeah. fun. There you go. All right. Predictions. Um, all right, games we're playing. Should we move on? We shall. Okay. Uh, well, of course, we have both been deep in the ink... That's right. ...of Splatoon 3, playing the single-player mode mm -hmm. together, and also... Um, yeah, you've been playing like some of the other modes. I've been mil right. mainly focused on Turf War. I, I was away this weekend, so my internet was like a little shaky. Um, but yeah, I'm having tons of fun. I'm like trying to remember once more how what it's like to play Splatoon. Mm. But yeah, the, the Turf War mode, I would say, and I think you agree, that it's pretty much exactly the same as before. 
no real difference. There's some new weapons and stuff to play around with. But besides that, it's like pretty straightforward. Yeah. Um, how are you doing with the other modes? Yeah, I'm no Splatoon expert, so Turf War and the other rank modes, I, I really can't feel <clears throat> a noticeable difference. Obviously, there's, mm -hmm. you know, different levels, there's some different weapons, but as far as, like, the mechanics, it's like, this is pretty much as yeah. I remembered it. Right. Um, yeah, that is something that I, I sort of decided to myself. I was like, I really need to figure out these ranked matches a little bit more, yeah. the ranked modes, because in the other ones, I... I don't know. I got intimidated by those, and the game doesn't do the best job of explaining the yeah, rules. Yeah, some I of felt. the rules are like a little bit wacky. Right, it's not what you expect. Yeah, I was like, gosh, we're on this third game. Like, this does seem like a pretty big part of it. I really owe it to myself to really mm -hmm. sink my teeth into those and see what they're about. So I did, and I played, you know, a number of matches, and of course, I got rolled in in all of them. But I did feel like I had a better feel on what those were. Yeah, um, and they are fun. Um, so, what which ones did you play? Uh, I did Rainmaker that was up, and then the tower one where you're tower on the moving, yeah, the, the moving, moving tower. tower. Yeah. I ended up, I, so I was using the just the basic roller on the tower one, and that does have a, an ability where you can spawn like a shield right on it that proved to be pretty strategic and valuable. Okay. Because like as you're moving the tower, like nobody can hit you basically for okay. like 10 seconds. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, those modes have always been pretty intimidating for me as well. I think the, and the one that I think was probably the, Easiest was probably Rainmaker. Yeah. Um, that one is the easiest one to like kind of figure out. Yeah. I mean, my other like big impression is like there's a lot of game here. Like, yeah. There's, yeah. you know, turf mode and rank matches. There's Salmon Run. There's a single player mode. There's mm -hmm. the card game. Did you play the card game? I didn't play the card game. Oh. Is it fun? It's hard to find where the card game is. Where is it? It's in this little alley. I actually had to look up where it was. I get a little bit lost in the map. Well, it's not on the menu. Normally they have the menu where you can yeah, just you jump can just around. Jump to it. It's not there. Why is that? That card game is fun though. Okay, I'm going to try that. Out. I would pay a lot of money if, they, if they made that into a real game with real cards. That'd be fun. Do it! They should totally do it. so I, easy yeah. to print a bunch of paper cards. I know. I would, be, I would be so excited if they did that. That's really yeah. fun. Um, and then there's all just the kind of, you know, snooping around the 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 city and... Yeah, and then getting all your gear get, and right, talking getting to gear. all the... Yeah, and then looking at the people. Right, right. Exactly. All of that. So... Um, but yeah, we've been playing single player mode, which I mean, so far I've been very pleasantly surprised by that. Yeah, there's been like levels that have a lot of variety. There's like, you know, some cool like little story elements. The the area that you are in for single player mode is really different than sort of the city and, and the, you know, the stuff that you're doing multiplayer. So I appreciate the difference between the two. Um, so yeah, no, it's, it's definitely like, there's a lot and I, there's so much that I haven't done yet. Um, and the game's been out and I've been, I've been playing it, but there's so much more to, do, to explore. So I'm definitely gonna be playing it for a while. Yeah. We were critical <laughs> of, um, you know, what they were saying about the single player mode. I think this is a case where they just got a little tied up on spoilers yeah. and like we, there's something, you know, pretty different here and we just don't want to tell anybody about it and we want them to experience it fresh. Yeah. Cause there's kind of a fake out, like the first couple levels that you do, you're in that kind of. You know, more traditional, yeah. Deserty kind of area. And then you go to a completely different right. place. But I would say, like, it, it wasn't enough of a story thing where it warranted not sharing anything about this mode and having it be like completely well, silent. We've seen them do that before. Yeah, yeah. It was like, it's definitely on one it. of those things where it's like, that was not right. worth it to 
you know. And a lot of people have said, you know, the ending is very surprising and climactic. Yeah. And it does seem like the little hints we're getting from the scrolls are filling out the backstory of what happened. Yeah. The scrolls are pretty interesting. This is what I want out of Splatoon. So I'm, I'm excited to keep plugging away at that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It definitely has like promise for it to be like actually like a very robust and you know, interesting mode where it gives you, like, some history of yeah. like, the context of yeah. this world. Um, have you played, Have you had any issues with matchmaking? That seems to be a criticism I have. I've seen people have. Yeah, I've had some a number of matchmaking issues. I don't know if it was on my end or... I was traveling this week, uh, weekend, so it could be me. Um, I, my major issue is matchmaking into a course and then getting disconnected in the middle. Oh. And then having it say, like... Um, one or more people yeah. have, you know, have lost their connection. Were you the one who lost the connection? It wasn't me. I don't think it, because I think if it was me, it would say something different, right? Oh, I don't oh. know. And then it kind of ports you back to to the, to the, um, the turf war. I had, a, I had a slightly different matchmaking issue, which only happened in the ranked battles where oh. it would just endlessly be searching for a game. Maybe there's nobody whose rank is as low as mine <laughs> and he couldn't match me. And it was like what was happening when the yeah. Splatfest, when we tried to play as a team. Like, there, mm-hmm. there seemed to be no way to back out of that. And I would have to just, like, like hard reset. reset the game. Yeah. I was like, there's got to be a better way. Right. So that's high on my list for whenever the first patch comes out. Yeah. Like, please fix I haven't had too much this. issue with, with regular Turf War, like, just getting into a game. Yeah, I haven't had any issue with it's that the, either. It's after you get into a game is when I've okay. had some major... Disconnect okay. issues. Yeah. This seems to be the common gripe that everybody is united on with the game so yeah, it's far. It's so weird how it does that. Yeah. It's just unsteady servers, maybe, or something I don't know. like that. I don't know. Working out the kinks. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. And then, of course, the first weekend is like the volume is so high. So it must yeah. be. Yeah. Uh, we did put out a poll asking people a very important question of what uh, music group from the Splatoon series they like. And there was a surprising result. Yeah. Yeah. Did it, did it so, end up being Squid Sisters? Squid Sisters won. Yeah. They beat um, Off the Hook by a little bit. Yes. But um, the Splatoon 3 group, Deep Cut, came in dead last. Like it, Nobody it wasn't them. It wasn't close. I was yeah. really surprised. I wasn't. It seems like people like Big Man, but Only. maybe not Shiver, Shiver and Fry, and Fry are as not much. super, yeah, lovable, I don't think. <sighs> And the me- <laughs> Nobody <laughs> can love me. Nobody can love me. I'm just a squid. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> Unlovable. Um, I don't like them. Let me just. Oh, yeah, really? I only like Big Man. They're kind of creepy looking. Their eyes. Do they look that different than the other ones? Honestly, I think um, Callie and Marie. Yeah. Are the best. Looking. They've just become more grotesque with each game. Yeah, maybe they're like monstrous. Does now. the graphics get more like, like detailed? Crisp. And, it's like when you see yeah, like the news like, anchors in 4K, and you're like, put on oh. your glasses. Oh, oh, oh the Vaseline gets like yeah. my lens. Um, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Sorry. I mean, I. I, I think, like I think Man. I, I voted for. Um, I voted for Off the Hook. I like them. Oh. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's Squid class, Sisters, they're too, they're too samey to me. Too like I can't, classic. I was like I can't, I can't keep you. I don't know who's who, a lot of one the time, of honestly. Callie and Marie, they, I don't know. One of them has like black. It's too much. And one of them is like platinum. Blonde. It's too much. Like, okay. All right. But that was surprising. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think maybe we don't. People haven't had a chance to get to know Deep Cut yet. I don't maybe know. not. 
They also play a role in the single player mode. We will not say what. We will not spoil it. Right. Maybe that is contributing to That's the uh, dislike yeah. of these characters. Right, right, right. That could be it. Uh, we got more <laughs> Splatoon in the news, so we'll come back to that. Yes. Uh, I. Did been... you feed it? Finish? No, but I've been playing We Are OFK. Yes, you have caught up to me. Oh, I started this on the plane to PAX. Yeah, and then you just and then continued. I just kind of binged it since it's good. then. And I'm on the final chapter. I'm like halfway through that. I am on the final chapter. I, I just start, I just ended the chapter before the final chapter. So oh, I've not started wow. the final chapter Wow, okay, yet. good. Um, yeah, I, I hadn't touched this, so it'd been out for a couple weeks. Yeah, I think cool. it was I think it was the perfect time for me to start because yeah. the first four chapters were all available, and yep. then the fifth was about to about come to out. To come out, so you didn't have. It's like when you wa uh, watch a TV show right. where all the episodes are done except for right. the last one. You can yeah. binge it. Right, yeah. right. It was like it it's was, kind of cool, like that. The episodic nature. Yeah, I can't think of a lot of other games that have done that. Yeah, and it is a very. I I, I think more games should do this. Honestly, I think so too. Yeah. It keeps it like fresh and it gives you something to look forward to. And it's like less intimidating because you're like, oh, I can just play this one episode, you know, an hour or something like that or less than an hour. Right. And I don't have to like, you know, feel pressure to keep playing it every single day that week. I can move on to something else. Right. So it's like kind of a nice way to piecemeal out a, a longer game. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I like it too. I like it a lot. Um, I'm very curious to see how the story resolves. Yes. Initially, yeah. I was like, I don't. Am, am I going to like relate to these characters because mm -hmm. they're like, you know, this band in, in L.A. It's like, well, so that's, cool. that's not what I do. They're very they're cool. So young. <laughs> my, my summary of them is they, they, you know, these these are uh, talented people whose career aspirations are derailed by text messages because <laughs> they, <laughs> they they're, they're like, well, it's time to get to work, and then they get a text message, and then it's a thirty minute text exchange. It's like, well, what was I even doing? Yeah, <laughs> but like, it's so real. That's like exactly what happens to you in real life. You know, when you're supposed to be working and then you suddenly yeah. get TikTok or something. Right. <laughs> texting a friend or yeah. whatever and you're just like wait what was this right to do again? right right yeah, it's, a, it's so true to like the distracting nature of like our lives yeah, these days yeah. so it is relatable in that way i guess I so guess. yeah <laughs> but it's like I, what would you like i don't even know what genre of game i would call this because the, yeah. the amount of like interactivity really is pretty limited to the the, the conversation the exchanges mm -hmm. and then there's like they always end the episodes with, with a, a music video where there is something I wish that I wish there was nothing. I wish you just watched the it. The music video is kind of like a little bit like um, a light version of Sayonara Wild Hearts, where you're sort of extremely light, extremely light. Yeah, right. where you're collecting like little, you're like kind of floating yeah. around. You like collect some stuff. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, but it. What is this game like a like a reading like a vi like a visual novel, a visual almost, novel kind yeah. of thing? Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I was thinking, like, well, gosh, there's, like, so many good, there's a lot of good TV, like, real good TV shows out now. And I was yeah. like, I kind of count this in that group of, the way I think yeah. about this is very similar to those TV so, like, shows that like I'm watching. almost an interactive TV show. Right, but it's like, yeah. oh, the new We Are OFK comes out on Thursday. Like, when am I, how am I going to yeah. slot that into my, put it, my viewing? You can watch, like, you know, um, She-Hulk and then play right. this game and then watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> I was thinking of it very differently of, like, oh, you know, when am I going to play this game? It was yeah. more of a TV show for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Which I think is a, a good way to, like, get people to think about a video game. Yeah. In, a, in, like, a different way. Yeah, so this was very cool. Very cool. So we're going to, we're probably going to wrap that up. Yeah, like this week. Soon. Yeah. Ooblets. Yeah. What in the world is Ooblets? I was, you were what also playing this on the plane to PAX. What I was looking it? over your shoulder. There was a dance battle with these little Jelly blob, things. blob things. What is the difference between what is an Ooblet and a bug snack is the question that what we ask ourselves is daily. happening? It's a 
uh, a very sort of um, life sim kind of game, but with some fantastical the life of an ooblet elements with with these creatures. They're they're like little creatures. You you collect seeds and grow your your little ooblet army basically. Does the ooblet grow into an oob? Like a piglet grows into a pig, you know? I think he's just an oob. Does it evolve into? I don't a... want it to evolve. It's does so it evolve cute. into a Pokemon? No. Can you eat it? No. Oh. Can you eat a Pokemon? Yes. Lechonk? <laughs> yeah, I would love to. Small. Please deliver me a roasted lechonk. Oh. I'll feast on it. With a small of in its mouth? Yeah, please. <laughs> Appleton, if you if you please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no! Um, Back to ooblets though. Ooblets. So yeah, you start out. You're like this little girl, and you like come to this town, um, and you start your little farm. And it's, it's got some of those, like, Animal Crossing-esque things where you're, like, planting crops and building up your house and, you know, customizing your character and collecting things. And there's all these little tasks that you do for the mayor and the people around the town. Mm-hmm. And how you get additional, like, you get a more variety of ooblets by doing these dance battles, which is what you saw me doing. It's almost like a card game. You get these cards, and each card is like a move, and the first person to get to a certain amount of points wins. So, like, this dance move gives you, like, three points, and this one gives you, like, five points or whatever. So that's how it works, and you little ooblets dance around. Sounds like another real-life card game for somebody to make. They level up. <laughs> Pull the card and then do the dance. Oh, that's cute. See? That's a very cute yeah. idea. Um, and then, yeah, and then you, like, grow different ooblets on your little farm. Okay. It's very relaxing, very cute. Hmm. Very sweet. The ooblets are, are fun and like squishy looking. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I've been playing it a little bit still on the side. It's nice. Yeah. Good. It's very relaxing. Um, you have a long flight coming up. You are going out of the country. Mm-hmm. What is going to be your plane game for that? I'm definitely going to play more Splatoon single player. I've been kind of like following along. Like yeah. you you and I will play together and then I'll play those levels like by myself right. so I can like do it on, on my game too. Yeah. So I still have that to finish up. Um, yeah, I need to think about maybe like some other playing games that I should hmm. down- download for myself. Yeah. Maybe more Ooplets. Okay. Yeah. TBD. Uh, we are on to the news. Yes. News, <clears throat> news, 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 news. Uh, just this morning, Nintendo put out their own bit of news about Splatoon. Fastest selling game ever in Japan. Yeah. 3.45 million copies sold in like three days. And it beat Animal Crossing. Whoa. Splatoon is huge. This is the biggest franchise in Japan. Like in Japan. easily now. This is literally the, yeah. I mean, you look around whenever you're in Japan, who's playing on, what, the, what people are playing on their Switch. It is 100% yeah. Splatoon. Yeah. Yeah, like every child is playing Splatoon, basically. It's un- it's unreal. The game that it beat was uh, Animal Crossing. You know what those two games have in common? Both produced by Mr. Nagami. Oh. He's making it rain. He's making hits. He's the one in the bathtub of Put money. the crown. He's the one. Yeah. He's the Tom Nook in the bathtub <laughs> filled with money. That's him. There was a funny story of... He um, savor the champagne there. I was lucky enough to go to a, a dinner with Mr. Furukawa once. Oh, that's right. And yeah. he told a story of, I guess, his kids and Mr. Nogami's kids go to the same school. Oh, that's adorable. And they're roughly the same age. Oh, okay. And he was like, Mr. Nogami is like a god at that school. 
and I'm a nobody. <laughs> <laughs> he is so funny. <laughs> he's got oh this like deadpan God. like he's sense got of humor. Such a dead, yeah, that's why he was like, and I looked at the credits. Look at the credits. And I saw my name, and I thought I should go back to work. <laughs> Producer, executive producer, I bro. Know. Kids, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> the kids are like, who are you? Yeah, no, Mr. Nagami. He's the man. I can see it. Yeah. I, he's, he's the sweetest. He's the sweetest guy. Yeah. And uh, I can definitely see him as like, just like a celebrity with these children. Um, cute. There was a new Pokemon trailer that came out That's for Scarlet right. and Violet. Yeah. There's we some... haven't really had a chance to talk about this ourselves very much. I know, because we were like on the road we were, when we this were busy. happened. Yes. Yeah. What did you think of this trailer? I mean, it definitely had like, more just like more drip feed of Pokemon information that yeah. they normally do around this time. I'm not interested in these gyms, honestly. Like I just the three storylines. No, I'm interested in the three storylines, but the the Victory Road that one. Yeah, that's the least interesting one to me. I I would have wanted one of them at least to be a little more different yeah like there was one was like oh could it be like a treasure hunt or mm -hmm. something that was so not as that, battle focused the one that i like the most is the path of legends the one with right. the cooking ingredients of course of course right that one seems to be the most different of all yeah yeah of the others um yeah starfall and victory road all seem i'd like to know more of, similar. of the difference between those yeah yeah but the gyms i'm over the gyms i'm like literally i'm so <laughs> over them like don't give me another you got oh uh, and then his weakness is blah blah so let me just rearrange i'm, I'm tired of it i'm not doing that um all that being said my hype for this game is getting pretty high i'm really excited oh really yeah i i look forward to this Pokemon game because it's time for me to play like a mainline one. Like right. I didn't, I did not play Sword and Shield. That's Field. true, you did not. So it's been a couple of years. The you know obviously the last Pokemon game I played was Arceus and it's very different. Yeah. Um, and I loved it. And now I'm like, yeah, like I want some of those elements. Sure, I want to see what else is sort of like different. But I'm ready for like mainline Pokemon. Like, I mean, give it to me. I mean, maybe it's just the way they're presenting these trailers, but it does feel really new and fresh. It does. Yeah, it does um, feel good. In ways that are making me excited. Like, I really like this feature of, like, you can just kind of send one of your Pokemon out to do a battle. Right. And you don't have to... To wait around for it and just press the buttons. Honestly, the, the battles are the things that I like the least. Yeah, the exploration is the best part. Because that's what they really have been very hands-off and evolving. Like right. the battle kind of is the battle. Right. <clears throat> and to me, it feels like at some point you're, you're just playing it like an Excel spreadsheet. Exactly. Which I don't like so much. So the idea of like, oh, just doing auto battles, I'm like, that's perfect for me. Right. That's uh, more so like more so like resource management. But right. I, I like the collection, the exploration part yeah, of this. So yeah. let me do that. You know? Obviously, you can't do that for every battle, but right. it'll, it might cut down on my frustration if I mm -hmm. have any. Yeah. Um, there's also the new Switch OLED, which was announced. Yep. which. To me, it looked like a Splatoon OLED. <laughs> it did. I'm not really into these special editions recently. Yeah. They don't look that good to me. Uh, I think these have both looked nice. I just I just wouldn't buy a game-specific piece of hardware. Mm. I've, I don't think I've had... The Animal Crossing one was gorgeous, and I was not sorry that I stole that one from I, Nintendo. I'm not, I wasn't interested. Okay. Yeah. But that one, like, really embodied the game. These ones are, like, kind of, like... It's a little lazy, in my opinion. Oh, really? Yeah, a little bit. Oh, I thought these looked nice. But right. again, I'm not interested, so. Yeah, it's all right. Um, it was interesting. They were kind of like, you know, they put this out during Splatoon launch week. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, we have this OLED with a lot of the designs that look like Splatoon. Exactly. Like biting. 
Yeah. Because again, the Pokemon rollout is made separate like, from whatever like, Nintendo's like, planning. Way in advance. Yeah, too. and Nintendo does not get to say like, "Don't do this." Yeah, and they or move they this. don't actually tell Nintendo a lot right. of information right. about it. They just it do either. it. They just do yeah. whatever they want. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, this next one, this made me laugh. Oh, this was crazy. <clears throat> so there's a little bit of a little little slap fight happening mm -hmm. between Sony and Microsoft over this um, Activision acquisition. Yeah, the Call of Duty stuff. Yeah. And our, our guy Jim Ryan put out a quote, which I'll just read. Verbatim. Microsoft has only offered for Call of Duty to remain on PlayStation for three years after the current agreement between Activision and Sony ends. After almost 20 years of Call of Duty on PlayStation, their proposal was inadequate on many levels and failed to take an account of the impact on our gamers. We want to guarantee PlayStation gamers continue to have the highest quality Call of Duty experience and Microsoft's proposal undermines this principle. Yikes. Bro, they bought them. They can do what they want. The proposal, what the, how did I propose you beat it? <laughs> how did I propose you get nothing? It's ridiculous. <laughs> This just seems like one of those things. It's like, let me show you whose you know stuff Jim, is bigger. Jim blah, Ryan blah, blah. is like built in a lab to be like the perfect businessman because yeah. he's so unself-aware of like he would he would love to turn the tables and be like, you get nothing. Actually, Phil Spencer, you got nothing. Right. Let me see right. you cry. Let me about see it. you cry. But now he's like, oh, I want, I want it. It's hilarious. It is. <laughs> it's just like it's one of those things. It's like these people still playing on the sandbox together. It's so stupid. Like whatever. Yeah. I mean, as somebody who has all. The platforms. I truly don't care how this plays out. And you care. And about I'm also. Pod? I'm also not. I haven't played a Call of Duty game in exactly. like five years. So, so. What, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whatever. But Whatever. it's it's funny to be on the sidelines and watch it. Yeah. It's um, kind of embarrassing for yeah. them. Yeah. Um, there was a big. Okay. Okay. September feels like the new June, based on how much news and events are happening. Seriously, there's so many big. Oh my gosh! There was an Assassin's and... Creed event that yeah. happened oh, this weekend. So cool. Which, well, it was. I guess it was the Ubisoft event that had a major yeah. Assassin's Creed Focus. chunk yeah. to it. Yes. There's so much here. Like I don't even know where to begin. There's a TV show. There's, there's a big Netflix thing. That they're doing, please be better than the Assassin's Creed movie. So bad. I watched it on the airplane and I was like, this is garbage. That movie stinks. It I sucks. was so disappointed. Me too. Yeah. It could be so good. It's one of those things where the storyline is literally there. Just I know. write the script the same way. Hopefully they've learned their lesson on that. So I don't that's happening. How it could be that bad. Um Assassin's Creed Mirage is the next mm -hmm. proper game. Um, features Basm, who was from uh, Valhalla. Valhalla. It's set yeah. in Baghdad a little bit before Valhalla. And they're kind of positioning this like this is not the big like hundred hour RPG. This is yeah. more of like an original Assassin's Creed action adventure right. game. It kind of reminds me of the one that was in Egypt. Well, no, that was the first one of that new style where it was like, oh, my levels and my level matched against the enemies. Yeah. I guess Syndicate was the last one oh, of that old style. Yeah. But it definitely, I mean, you know, even just based on the setting, it was like, oh, this feels like one of the original mm. Assassin's Creed. Yeah. I'll be curious to see, because I've always said, like, do those old games hold up? Obviously, they're, they're going to modernize it. And it's going to look graphically It'll amazing. It'll look great. Yeah. I'm absolutely in on this, though. This is coming out this next year. This is such a year, cool setting, too. I don't know when. Yeah. I love yeah, this. Yeah, the setting is great. The setting is really awesome. Um, there is a uh, mobile game, Assassin's Creed. We're getting into a lot of code names here. Yeah. Codename Jade. China. Set in China. Open world RPG, yeah. Um, Interesting. They've talked a lot of like, oh, we've optimized it for touch controls. Ugh, we'll see about that. I'll believe that. it when I see it. Yeah, we'll see about um, that. But if they could do the Diablo thing 
you know, the, the point and click that they do for Diablo and the way that they optimize it for that, that could be good. Hmm. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. They've done a lot in this kind of ancient China setting, like a lot of side stuff. They've done like comics and mm -hmm. like other stories. But they never had like, a proper They've never game done a proper full-on game. Which yeah. I, it's interesting that they keep circling that so much. I, ha right. I honestly haven't consumed much of that side stuff. Right, right. Um, then we got Assassin's Creed Codename Red. Which had a great piece of artwork alongside that announcement that looked very cool. Which is the big next kind of RPG-ish game set, right. in, set in feudal Japan. Obviously plays a ninja. Yep. Made by the Assassin's Creed Odyssey team. I want to talk about your feelings about this one because I'm not sold on this. Well, the artwork looked very interesting. I question the setting. I just feel like there's so many games already that are set in that time frame in that world. I would like to understand how they would make it uniquely Assassin's Creed. Well, especially since Ghost of Tsushima is basically exactly. Assassin's Creed Japan. They already was what I was They already say. did it. That because a lot of games do it. Right. So it doesn't feel like you, whenever I play Assassin's Creed, I always look forward to the historical sort of like, I want to know about these like really right. unique places. That's why I love like the Greece one and the, the um, yeah, Valhalla was awesome. Right. It's tough when you do it for Japan because there's just, it's been done. So you just have to find a way to like yeah. really put a unique spin on it. And I don't know what that is. Yeah. So that's one hesitation I have is like, what's. I mean, Ghost of Tsushima is awesome. That's like one of the best games and it's ever. like, how are you going to top that? Yeah, My exactly. other concern is like, I just, something about me, my spider sense goes off when it's like, yeah, this team in Canada is going to make this game about ancient Japan and they're going to nail all of the kind of cultural, like they better get their like cultural insights team. Like, they better go live in Japan. They better staff up. For like the next three years And the reason something. I said, there's a little game from a long time ago called Jade Empire, which was oh, embarrassing. Was that is set, I mean, that is yeah. set in like mythological, like ancient China, but it is embarrassing. Yeah, the depictions of the, the tropes of and stuff. Like yes. a little bit on the racist <laughs> And I was like, I, I really like struggled with this because it's like, okay, well, they can do like they've done stories in the Middle East that are very like authentic. Mm -hmm. It's like, why, why couldn't they do it for Asia? And I can't really explain why. Yeah. But it just feels like the furthest cultural step they are going to take. Yeah. And they really need to avoid just taking the easy path on some of this stuff. right some of the some of the more like stereotypical stuff exactly it's not gonna work right and it, again it then it is even more detrimental because it goes back to like all these other games have done it already right and they have done it better right so we've, so we've been down this path it is i do like that they are expanding their view of history into asia mm -hmm. outside of you know what's been mostly a european yeah, series yeah, sure. i think that's great and frankly you know ghost of tsushima did i had the same worry about that game I, it, did, it didn't happen. I mean, it they worked great. with, you know, the Kurosawa family to, mm -hmm. you know, they, they, they were on point with that stuff. So it, it's hard for me, again, to really put my finger on why I'm worried about this game. Yeah. But I just am. Well, they just need to be, like, prepared and self-aware. Yeah. I, I, it, again, J, I keep going back to Jade Empire, which is another RPG made by people in Canada. And I have nothing against it's, Canada, but it's like... It's, like, mm, it's very toned down. Yeah, go yeah. spend a year in Japan, please. Get Hire, hire up your cultural advisors. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, Especially for a game like Assassin's Creed, where they do put so much stock into the historical importance right. of things. I thought, I thought everything they were saying about that, of just like, you know, 
history is your playground and that event was like, I was like yes, this is why I love this series. This is why series. you love the series, right. exactly. So I know they can do it. I hope they nail that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then we got this other weird tease, um, Assassin's Creed codename, is it Hex or Hexe? I think it's Hex. I don't know. This was a very short tease. Do you know what, do you know what this I is about? I didn't see this one actually. Some people were looking into this trailer and some people seemed to have some theories. They were like, this looks like it's about some witch hunts that happened in Germany oh. in like the 1600s. That the whole hex part of it does, and there was kind of like a, you know, witchcrafty looking okay. logo. Okay. Does lead me to think that could be it. But I mean, they said literally nothing else about it. Right. And then they said that for Codename Red and Hex, this Assassin's Creed Infinity platform is going to be like the hub for all their I see, ongoing for all of games. Their ongoing stuff. Right. It's good so, to umbrella it under something like that, though. Did they need to announce this much? Why did they need to announce this much? It's like the Marvel approach. I mean, it's nice that they did, I it's guess. It's the Marvel approach. They just want to get all the stuff out there because they're also but a sieve over there, so things could leak at any that, moment. That was one thing I thought of. Like, a lot of this stuff has already leaked. Maybe they're getting ahead of it. But Just do it. But if Assassin's Creed Mirage is 2023, Codename Red, the earliest that could be, is 2024. Right. And then Hex is like 2025? Maybe. It's still 2022. That's only three years from now. <laughs> 2022 is almost over. Oh my gosh. I don't know. It, it just felt like... And they like we're using code names. Like clearly they don't have everything figured out right. on these games. But again, it's a sieve. Yeah. And the Marvel approach works. Everyone loves that. They just want you to... Until they don't. Where's Fantastic Four? Where's X-Men? Where is it? They like People like people that, are getting People are getting mad at Marvel. They like it, though. Because also this weekend... What's the alternative? D23. D23 was like a big deal, yeah. You hire the Nintendo Ninjas to be your security team. <laughs> you shut it down. <laughs> uh, and part of D23 was this Marvel Disney game showcase, which yeah. people seemed mostly down on because there was yeah, no like was Wolverine like, or Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, there was this new game, this Captain America Black Panther game set in World War II by uh, Amy Hennig, who worked on the early Uncharted games. Mm -hmm. Could be cool. Mm -hmm. They didn't really have a lot. Too much there, on there, it, there was like yeah. a CG trailer. Then there was this other like Mickey Mouse game, um, Illusion Island, which looked kind of like that game Rayman. Um, oh yeah, Rayman yeah. Legends. Um, Le Legends. Yeah, which is like a four-player two D platformer. Um, I'm not a big Mickey Mouse or Disney person, so yeah. I was like, huh. Thoughts? Interesting. I mean, I I probably check that game out. Mickey Mouse is not my favorite. Michael game. Mouse. What is Mickey short for? Mickey short for Mickey. No, it's not. It's one of those names where I'm like, how do you get to Mickey? It's just Mickey. It's short for something. I think it's Michael. It's not Michael Mouse. I think it is. Don't say that. <laughs> but what is it then? It's not short for, it's not Mickey. It's, it's not. It's Mick. It's not that. It's not Michael. <laughs> it's not. Don't call him Michael Mouse. Please, please comments. Please, That's please weird. set us straight. That's weird. <laughs> I think this is like an old timey, because it's like, how do you get from Richard to Dick? That's weird. That's another one yeah. where I'm like, what happened Well, your here? name is Christopher and he went to or, Kit. Or like, Okay, like John F. Kennedy, his nickname is Jack. Jack. That's a totally different line. Like your name is... We have a question coming up about this. Don't spoil it. Well, you basically are calling out your own weird name, so... All right, we're, okay. We're segueing directly into our Q&A and we're starting with that question. It's too perfect not to. Where is it? It's the second question. Oh, okay. We get every question from our wonderful Patreon community. The first is from Bruce Dash. As if through magic. 
Bruce Dash asks, hi, Kit and Krista, is there a story or meaning behind the name your parents have given you? Have you been given any nicknames by people you know personally? And if so, which ones are your favorite and least favorite nicknames? Wow. wow. You go first, because we both have interesting um, name stories. So Kit is actually not my legal name. Exactly. It's Christopher. Your name is Christopher. And my parents quickly realized that Christopher was a bad name because I guess my early days of school, there were like five other Christophers. It's, very, it's a very like normal name. So it's like, yeah. no, we need something more unique. So they went with Kit. But how is that a nickname for Christopher? I don't know. It's, it's one of those like traditional nicknames for Kit. So you Kit. could be Kit I don't Mouse. Know. I don't know. Sure. I'd, I'd rather be Kit than Mickey. M Michael Mouse. Michael Mouse. Michael Mellis. Um, now, though, we both have a story of a near-miss name that we were almost given. That's right. On my side, I was almost Gustav. <laughs> Gus for short. Now, uh, my family... Oh, my gosh. How many generations ago? Two, three generations ago, immigrated from Scandinavia. Yes. Sweden, specifically. Yes. I have an ancestor. named Gustav Ortegren. That's, that's so like I a family been, name. I would have been named after him. Okay. Could have been Didn't, Gus. Could have been Gus. Miss, near miss. And near you miss. could have been. So when I came to America when I was five, my 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 mom, my, my entire family actually were like on this like committee to find a good English name yeah. for me. Because my, obviously this is, Krista is not my given name. What I, is it? I have a Chinese name. It's Ying Ying is my Chinese name. Um, and my parents were like, no, we wanted to like assimilate and have like an American name. And... They were like really fixated on Shirley because they used to watch like Shirley Temple. Laverne and Shirley? No, it's Shirley oh. Temple, the good oh. ship lollipop. It was a cute little girl, you yeah. know? So they were like, okay. oh, it could be like Shirley, um, which would have been awful. Sorry for <laughs> Shirley's, but, but yeah, that's not, I don't think Shirley fits me, but anyway. Um, but then my mom was watching this movie. Um, I don't know if you guys remember this movie. It's so old. It's from like the 90s. It's called Fern Gully. It's about like, it's like a cartoon. That's, a, that's an animated It's an animated thing, right? movie about yeah. like little, uh, it's like about the environment or something like that. And mm. like, she's like this, she's like a little fairy. And um, I guess she decided to name me Krista after the little fairy because she said that it was, she, it reminded her of me. Mm. So near miss could have been the Gus and Shirley podcast. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Tough, tough stuff. <laughs> Nintendo Minute with Gus and Shirley would have been a little Ugh, rough. Just rolls guys. off the tongue. Somehow we ended up with Kit and Krista. Could have just been. I, I said I'm not shortening this. I'm Gustav. Gustav and forget Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me make you a borscht uh, and like knit you. A <laughs> I do wish I do wish Ortegren was my last name. I think Ellis. I think that was an El Ellis Island. That's you on got, my. That's on my dad's side. Yeah. I think we got assimilated got at assimilated. Ellis Island. There's a lot of that paperwork is available, and I, I like my family. I've been like I going through that do, stuff. I bet you do have a real Swedish name. Like I found name. the like is the document of like when they arrived, and it was last year, exactly 100 years ago. <gasps> Can you believe that? That's crazy. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy how much of that history is like is available e either to lost you? to time or very available. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, you, got, you totally got Ellis Island assimilated. Absolutely did. Yeah. 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 And, but nobody knows like what, it, that, that is like lost. Like what was it before then? Oh, there, man. That side, no of, the, that side of the documentation, it ain't gone. there. Yeah. So I don't oh, know. Oh, that's crazy. Weird. That's really weird. Okay. Uh, Benjamin Rivers 
Did you ever influence Nintendo's third-party publishing team in regards to indie games they promoted either on a direct or elsewhere? As a developer on Switch, third-party publishing is a giant black box, mm. and I always wonder how decisions get made within that group. Yes, Benjamin is a developer. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, well, we have heard that uh, Nintendo had a reputation. I think it's gotten a little bit better now. I think it's gotten better. For being a little unresponsive yeah. um, on the third-party yes. side. Hopefully it's getting better. Yeah, they had a, they had a process that I remember... Um, like working on a little bit when I first started at Nintendo where it was like a submission process for 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 your game and, and yeah. to get, you know, the equipment you need to like build a game on Nintendo systems yeah. and it was pretty antiquated at the time. So hopefully they've like revamped that yeah. to make it easier for developers. Um, marketing wise though, we definitely heard from our third party team, like these are the third party priority games. Yeah. A lot of times they were like the, you know, of course the more like bigger names and more well-known franchises but of course there were like indie games that um they would surface they were good i think they were good at identifying those indie games they were because they went yeah. they went more than just surface level exactly with those. To, to understand they did a good them. job with that the one thing that i really liked that we were able to do is on nintendo minute we would always like have a big focus on indie games as well and we would really like try hard to find games um you know, we did like a lot of those eShop swap videos and we'd find games that are a little bit more obscure for each other yeah. to play. And they were always really supportive of that. Um, and I think that was a good way of like surfacing maybe some of the games that don't make it into like the mainline, you know, third-party marketing plans. Yeah. Um, yes, I, I hope that they continue to do that. I think it's super important to like identify these smaller games. Um, so yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, next question is from Caleb, who has a two-part question. We're only going to do one part. It's the question for you. Oh, why is it? I will read it for you. He has a question about Mega Man, which I'll answer another time. Okay. For Krista, what is it like being an Asian American in an industry with a large Asian, read Japanese probably, presence globally? Were there often assumptions made, or was it not quite an issue? I'm curious to know, as a Japanese American professor who has been thinking about this type of interaction for myself in my field. Oh, that's so interesting. You're a professor. Well, I will say that, um, you know, working for a Japanese company, it kind of didn't matter that I was also Asian because I wasn't Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't have like any advantages in terms of know knowing the culture, um, you know, beforehand or knowing the language or anything like mm -hmm. that. So I felt pretty much the same as any non-Japanese person. So I, I would be learning right alongside like all of my counterparts, um, kind of the same stuff, whether it's cultural differences that we had to overcome or language barriers that we had to overcome. Um, so that part, I, I, ne I never felt like I had any kind of, you know, advantage or disadvantage being Chinese um, or Asian. Um, and I would say that, you know, when we were working closely with um, our teams in Japan, they were always pretty, like the, the direct counterparts that we had, they were always pretty like open. And we never, I don't think we ever felt like, you know, like, oh, it's so hard to like communicate with them. Like they were, they, they all knew, <laughs> you know, thankfully knew English. And we were always like, we had a good relationship where it was not so like, like professional where you couldn't say 
you know, anything at all. Like you, you did have sort of that more casual relationship where you can have more honest conversations. So I never felt like, you know, that was, that was like a huge issue or anything like that. <clears throat> yeah. And it, I mean, this was my perspective. It, it didn't feel like the people who were Japanese like had favoritism toward them necessarily. Right, right. There was the interesting phenomenon of the people who spoke Japanese. Yeah. And we actually got a question for this that I think we're going to put in our bonus Q&A, which is a great Patreon perk right. uh, for this week. So I'll, I'll just keep it brief here. Speaking Japanese was a double-edged sword because right. on one hand, you were privy to be part of a lot more conversations. On the other hand, you got brought into a lot of things that maybe you had even nothing to do with. <laughs> right, and it just added like extra work yeah. to your plate. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. But I, I've never felt like... Um, you know, any type of way, you know, being Asian, but not Japanese. Because that, that is an interesting, interesting yeah. dichotomy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, Kai X asks, what are some of your favorite Club Nintendo or My Nintendo rewards? Nintendo. I'm going back. I'm going back to Club Nintendo. I got three that come to mind for me. Okay. The first two, they made some really great statues. Oh they yeah. They made a Luigi's Mansion statue, that was which was really super awesome. nice. Yeah. They made another statue, which was like kind of like you know the classic Mario family of characters. Mm -hmm. Those those two were both so nice. And then the third one I made, I got was. It was a, a series of Mario pins. But they were each individually boxed and put into like a frame uh, or something into this 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 clear plastic holder that it made an eight bit Mario when oh, you put yeah. them all so together. Cool. Yeah. Um, so those are the three that really stand out to me. I did get recently the My Nintendo um, the coasters, the Roost coasters. Yeah, which are. Very cool. Very nice. I'm glad they're going back into more physical. Yeah, rewards. the physical stuff was so good. I my favorite was every year you get that nice calendar. Oh, I love the Club cares. Nintendo calendar. It was such like a treat at the end of the year. And I think I also got a really cute Animal Crossing fan that I was like oh. that I had oh, like yeah. for a long time. I yeah. think I still have it somewhere. But it was very cute. It was very much like the during the summertime for those like um, firework festivals. And they made some yeah. really cute little Animal Crossing. Like, they were all different. Right, so right. cute. Yeah. I was friendly with the guy who was the head of Club Nintendo, and I, I felt bad for him because he always just kind of ha had the feeling of like, well, I'm in a lose-lose situation here mm -hmm. no matter what. Yeah. People are going to want more or people are going to be mad at me. Yeah. But, but that yeah. stuff was cool. It was that that cool. Club Nintendo era was, was definitely interesting stuff. Yeah. Uh, fair. Another question for you. Oh, I have been waiting to ask you this. Okay. I have been dying for this. Okay, tell me the question. Oh, On episode 29 of the podcast, and there's a timestamp here. <laughs> well, you're really going you deep into the... You mentioned that Mario Kart 64 is not very good, you yeah. don't like it much, mm -hmm. and that it doesn't control well. I agree. Okay. But on this Nintendo Minute episode, you say that Mario Kart 64 is your favorite Mario Kart game, and there is a link and a timestamp there. <laughs> what made you drastically change your opinion, and which one is your favorite now? My favorite now is Mario Kart 8 or Mario Kart Double Dash. I am a known flip-flopper, you guys. And I think everybody is entitled to change their mind. This video was from how long ago? Now, it gets suspicious because you have talked so much about how you never had a Nintendo 64. So how could this have been your favorite in the series? I'm I, turning the hot lights on you. I think, I think it's because I did play that game a lot with my, one of my friends. And I have good memories of like just hanging out with her and playing Mario Kart on her Nintendo 64. But I never, like, I never had one. So I went back and watched the video in question. Uh -huh. There is a bit of like hesitation when you say oh, this, okay. I'm like maybe I don't I don't know what happened. 
I, I need you to go back yourselves and give us. I don't us, know. I don't remember what I said. Like this. whatever. But no, I don't. I don't. Fair I, brought receipts. I played the NSO version of Mario Kart 64 recently, and I do not like it. it oh does not no! Well. You said that was your least favorite now. Yeah, I don't like it anymore. Oh my gosh! I don't. I'm sorry. So yeah, Mario Woof. Kart 8 or Mario Kart Double Dash. Now the, right. the new answer. Uh, in questions on other distressing topics, Fruley has a question about Metroid Prime Federation Yuck! Force. When this was revealed, it was one of the most disliked videos on uh, Nintendo's YouTube channel and many were left disappointed. Describe the stages of grief you experienced <laughs> after seeing the negative reaction. What kind of damage control did you do to convince players that this was a game they should not be missing out on? Um... I don't know I about you. Really it was quite like clear at that point that this game had no shot. I'm right. afraid. Yeah, it was one of those like, oh, let's admit, let's re face reality kind of thing. Didn't, we still marketed the game. Well, we should also say the first trailer was that blast ball. Oh, yeah. It wasn't even the proper game. That's right. It was like a like a yeah. mini game within the game. This is one of those absolutely inscrutable decisions where somebody felt strongly that this was the right thing to do. And they were wrong. But could not have been more wrong. Yeah, exactly. And if you ask them, they would give you a long answer, but it's like, why does this make sense to you? This is right. terrible. This is terrible. Like, yeah. just, just show the game as it is and then... The way that people can talk themselves into, into a something. wide range of good or bad decisions is really fascinating to me. And the thing that happens at Nintendo is like one person can be... Depending on who has the opinion. Right. That person can really be the, yes. the person to change the course of some history? decision or history. Yes. It, it's like one person. Like why is one person so powerful? <laughs> yeah. No, it was terrible. It was... Yeah. It was really Truly bad. unknowable. We tried. We tried. To like turn it around with, with that multiplayer stuff and like talking more about Samus and the storyline, but it just did not work. I still stand by, I, I still like the idea of Federation Force. I don't love it as a Metroid game. If it was just something else, I think that would be good. The multiplayer part of it is like fine. You know, there's like, yeah, I like that. part of it is, I like is it. fine. And yeah. like, I, I get that, but it's just, yeah, it doesn't work um, as a Metroid no. game. What were you thinking? Uh, Fuante Zero asks, have you played a Nuzlocke run of Pokemon? And if so, do you have any stories to tell? Well, we have a great story to tell about this, where um, we thought that this would be a fun idea for a Nintendo Minute we video. We did, so, yeah. And so we pitched it to the Pokemon company. And we and say, did hey, not get slapped. We would like to do a Nuzlocke run. What do you think? And they thought they were going to fire us. They said, here's what we think. Bam! Yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, shoot. So they said, we consider this to be on the same level as, as using like hack, a ha or hack game, ROM. ROM hacks. Like, how is that the it's same? Like, excuse me? <laughs> I don't know just, how, again, how they get to these decisions. This is just a style of playing a game that everybody can buy. There's no hacking. Yeah, they're You're not just using the game. anything weird. That was truly, again, one of the more like, what? Wait, what? Responses. Yeah. I mean, um, there was a lot of creators that used that played Nuzlocke ver a style of Pokemon. They got like erased from yeah, their creator gone. program. So now you can see like why people got afraid to propose what seemed like very basic ideas. Yeah. Because there was such just unpredictability of like, of am I going to get like in huge trouble for we, suggesting we really did. this like, we normal got thing? Huge, and, and like the thing is like once you get in trouble... Then they that's your reputation. Wanna, they don't want to trust you yeah. again. You like lose access to right. all these things. So you do nothing. 
Exactly. Or you make curry. And you just skate by. Yeah. I think you you and I, I think, did a wonderful job of not ever getting too discouraged by that sort of thing. Yeah, we did try to like, We'll just power through and come up with something. It did else. get really exhausting after a it while. It does get though. yes. Absolutely exactly. true. Absolutely true. All right. Ian T. Clark. Ooh, this is another good one. A couple years ago, there were several popular YouTube content creators like Austin John Plays and Beat'em Ups posted videos about being removed from Nintendo's mm -hmm. official content creator program. I think they called it the Nintendo Ambassador Program. I recall them saying they were never informed of why they were removed and what was needed to qualify for these official Nintendo-sponsored programs. Were they just making this up for clicks, or is there something to their claims? Thanks for taking my questions for all the great content. Wonderful. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, as the head of the uh, influencer program, I'll let, I'll let you take the lead on this. Yeah, so when I took over the Nintendo Creator Program, it was like a program that was like pretty out of control. Somewhat like, in shambles. It was in shambles, <laughs> it was in pieces, and it was handed to me in this like yeah, box. In a box, <laughs> put this back together. Yeah, like you, it's your problem now right. kind of thing. And then it was, so it was not good. Um, the, the big issue was, is the person that was running the program before me just let the, the list of creators just it was go out, way out, out of control. control. It was hundreds and hundreds. It was like over 500 plus yeah. creators on that list of Nintendo ambassadors. And when I got this, I was like, how is it possible for this tiny little, we didn't even have an official creator team at the time at Nintendo. I was the first one and yeah. the only one that had literally a job title yeah. that had creator relations. It was always like a side it. job for somebody else. It was a else. side job for somebody else. Of course, um, Golan, the agency for Nintendo, was a huge part of it, but that was also a side job for them. Contractors? Good contractors? Interns? Band-Aids? <laughs> contractors and interns, that's the solution. The, the solutions are like a million contractors and interns that you treat poorly, apparently. <laughs> Don't do that. Um, but uh, yeah, so it was like never somebody's focus, yet you had 500 plus people that you're supposed to be building these relationships with, which is the whole intent of a brand and creator relations program. So when I got it, I was like, no, 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 we can't do this. Like, because I you would, because you would cannot... ask, you would ask the people who worked on this, who is this? And they would be like, mm, I don't know. I don't really I haven't know. talked to this person in four years. Yeah. Um, so we did a huge like audit of everybody. Right. And I will be on, like, I will say that we had very strict like criteria. It wasn't just like, oh, who's got the most subscribers? No. It was and yeah. it wasn't even like who's making videos for Nintendo. Right. It was like, we, we actually needed a certain type of, at the time, a certain type of creator that can create certain types of content. We also were trying to, it was like such a struggle because at this time, the, um, like our Japanese company, like NCL was telling us like, we don't need creators at all. Just cancel all of this. <laughs> And, and, and being a creator working with Nintendo is very different than a it lot of other so companies. Difficult. For example, like you're not going to get a game early. Yeah. Like you're going to get it the same day as everybody else. And so and you need to find a creative way to yeah. like showcase And for game. some of these people, that just doesn't work. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so there was like a lot of constraints, a lot of pressure from like our other teams just to like even questioning the, the program at all. So it was like a dramatic thing that we had to do to like trim the list. I think we trimmed it down to a hundred. It was, it was drastic. It was yeah. drastic. Yeah. Um, there were reasons. I mean, we, we definitely, as you know, as a brand, when we were at Nintendo, we, we had, you know, reasons to keep some of those criteria a little bit more nebulous, just so we're not like 
kind of backed into a corner because I think the situation happens is like if you tell somebody like these are the five things that you didn't do to make the list they're gonna be like well let me just do these five things yeah I don't know about you I I do have some regrets about not being able to be more personal in in these communications but at the same time we had 400 people that we needed to talk to yeah yeah so I think we should have done better with like instead of sending an email like just calling them and like having a face-to-face conversation but it was it was a lot of pressure at the time to just like fix, fix this thing. It. Right. And that unfortunately was like a bit of fallout from the solution that we, right. the, kind of the only solution that we had. Right. I think if we didn't do it, the, that program would be gone. Yeah. Like yeah. no, th- there was no advocate for it um, besides us yeah. really. Um, so, so the new chapter Anyways. to this story is we were contacted by some of these people recently. And we would love maybe, uh, to talk to maybe, you. Maybe uh, one, yeah. one of the people mentioned on uh, Ian's question. Yeah. And uh, very, very congenial, friendly conversation. We're really excited. About potential team-ups. Yeah, So maybe that'll be coming soon. I don't know. Yeah. We shall see. Exactly. It'll be fun. Yes. Uh, All right. We got two palate cleanser questions after some real big meaty topics. Jordan Collette, topical question that has to do with the recent rap battle. What Nintendo character do you think would be the best in a rap battle? And who would be the worst? Wario would be the best one. I was going to say the same thing. He's got the bars. And the flow. And the flow. Wow. And like the, he's, he can like, he can make up a freestyle rap that would really like just be a sick burn for the other person. Scathing. Scathing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Anytime there's one of these questions of like what Nintendo character would be good at blank, I always go to Wario. Well, not if, like, what Nintendo character would you rather, would, would you have perform heart surgery on you? I wouldn't say Wario is my number one I, I would, actually. And put a garlic yeah, in your chest with a heart. Wow. <laughs> 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 like, fart in your face or something to, like, as your anesthesia. Your anesthesia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the worst, though. Daisy. Toad? Hi, I'm Daisy. This is my rap. Hi, I'm Daisy. Oh. Toad is one of those like novelty rappers where he's always like featured for like two bars because his voice <laughs> his voice is so obnoxious. Like you need to keep it in short doses. That's true. You know? I can see that. Yeah. Uh, Shaman San has another great question. Time to answer the age old question. Do you cut a sandwich into rectangles or triangles? I've seen it cut both ways, but which is correct? New Splatfest. That's oh, yeah. Great good, idea. Good Splatfest. I cut it on the diagonal. That's how I cut my sandwich. If we're eating, we're talking about like a sandwich bread. What kind of bread? Just bread. this like white bread? Yeah, like sandwich yeah. bread. Like a square yeah. piece of sandwich bread. I like to cut it on the diagonal because then you can start the corner. You can go in for a cleaner bite on the corner. On the corner. And then you can, then you have many corners that you could like yeah. work your way through the sandwich. Because if you're on the other one, sometimes you get it like smushed into your face. If yeah. You just eat the sandwich. Too, you can't do it this way. It's like and here, then this here. way is too much crust. It's like, here it comes. What am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Crust I, on or off? Bonus on, question. On, on, on. Yeah, don't don't take the crust off. I'm not a crust girl. Come on now. I like the crust. Uh, Silver six four seventy seven. Where do actual leaks usually come from? Someone with loose lips in marketing? No. Or the partners or vendors a bigger liability when it comes to keeping secrets? Well, it it definitely is like once the information leaves the internal bowels of Nintendo, yeah. it's very likely to leak. So like. Whenever we would work on like timing for announcements, we'd work really closely with our retail team who would say like, before this is like, this used to have to go to print. Now we don't do that anymore because 
it's like oh the printing yes remember when we used to print all the stuff for the oh, interactives geez. or oh, print geez. all the yeah, yeah 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 the store banners right. and stuff it's, once it goes to the printer your days are numbered yeah, for yeah. weeks um so that happens for sure we have had some unfortunate marketing leaks that has resulted in people losing their jobs so they take it very 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 seriously but typically that's not but typically that's not the source yeah Yeah. i mean the first to be blamed yes but never the the first to be blamed is actually media (laughs) it's always like oh the pr team they must have given it to some like irresponsible media person of course it's never the media person they're like no we we want to keep getting this information from you we're going to follow the embargo Uh, unless it's like an embargo confusion situation which is also very rare but it's true like once you get closer to an announcement the number of people who know, know about it gets larger, gets really yeah. large, and your risk goes up. Yeah, but I do think it's more so like the outside. Like retail leaks are so common. That's usually it's like, oh, the shipment yeah, got yeah. there early, and now in the back room of the, the yeah, GameStop, exactly. someone took a picture of whatever. <clears throat> exactly, you know? exactly. That happened with Switch, and that's what makes it so hard to put the plug in some of these. Mm-hmm. Is like, what what are you going to do when the guy in Walmart takes a picture of something? Like, what can you do? Right. Complain to tell Walmart you're never going to sell anything through them again? Yeah, yeah right. right. They'll laugh yeah, in your right. face. Yeah, they'd be like, whatever. Who yeah. cares? I don't care about your stupid announcement schedule. So I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, Sneezkov. Hi, Kit and Krista. I'd like to ask, do you think Nintendo could improve IRP, so investor relations, we should say, mm. somehow? Mm. Oftentimes when quarterly sales are great and Nintendo is doing fantastic, press turns the situation upside by clickbaiting claiming Nintendo is doomed. I was thinking, how about Nintendo would stream their IR events? Thus, folks would tune in and see the positive news themselves, and media could no longer find excuses to lie about it. Okay. Well, I, I think there was one good change that Nintendo made, when was this, I don't know, seven years ago or so? That website? Well... There was a time where they were putting like legitimate news and like game announcements in their investor presentations. Yeah, they don't do that anymore, which <clears> and is good. And we all had a, like a moment of like, why are we doing this? Like, no one's investors like are not getting hi- are not having a get hype moment about this game that we just yeah. announced. They're complaining about the the, the rice balls yeah. that you fed them before, the, <laughs> you know? tapping their foot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think that was a very smart change that was made. The idea of streaming. I saw some media outlet was like, we're, we're live casting the EA earnings call. And I was like, I think, so boring, I think we've gone guys. too far on this. Yeah. You don't realize how boring it is. It's like, I get that people want to know, but at some point it gets a little weird where yeah. it's like, I've become an armchair analyst yes, for this exactly. stuff. Exactly. It's like the, the people that solve like true crime, you know? Right. So I, I do like the Nintendo IR site. That's a that nice website. site. Yeah. I think if you really wanted to just make up your, or, or get the facts and like form your own opinion. Look at that. Cause that's not going to have a, a clickbaity media headline. That's right. going to like mislead you. You can just look at it and it compares like all the sales. It'll yeah. tell you the information that you probably want to know. And all the materials are available there. Exactly. So that's kind of like, if you do want to go back and look for yourself, you that's can, you place. can literally yeah. see it anywhere. And they have everything like the, the president's message, yeah. like, those crazy PDF analyst reports right. that is really boring, like cash in the bank. They have like all that yeah. stuff yeah, yeah. in there. I, I understand what you're saying. Like, like you don't want like everybody else to get worked up about it. Yeah. Um, but that's what media is going to do, right? They're going to want to get you to click. 
But if you want the source of the information, I suggest going to the IR site. I do remember in the Wii U days when it was uh, not so happy no. earnings. It was it was always blamed on the exchange rates. It always like, the we would have been perfect if it weren't for these exchange rates. Except you didn't sell like any. <laughs> yeah, we sold five Wii U's, but the, these exchange only rates the exchange killed rate us. Was like six million yeah, to I know. one. I know we would have been fine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, our last question is from Troopage. What valuable insight can you provide on Nintendo console firmware updates? Always saying they increased stability and never actually sharing updated <laughs> notes. I feel like increased stability is like editor's notes when they say um, balancing audio. <laughs> it means nothing, but you just put it in there to like fill in the updates. Yeah. I think it means it would have to be so granular and so minute. You probably wouldn't even notice that, it. But it's important enough for them to do it. Yeah. That it's like, you don't. Need, you don't want to know, you don't need to know right. kind of stuff. Exactly. And honestly, there are bigger updates that Nintendo is hesitant to talk about. That's true. Because they're like... Their patch notes are always like they don't, very... Yeah. Like I remember when... Nebulous. Like they added support for like Bluetooth headsets mm -hmm. or when they added like the folder feature. It was like... Maybe we don't talk about this. It's like, well, people are people want this. People ask yeah, about this, this like all the good, time. This is a good thing. We should definitely so talk I think, about it. So I think the mentality is just always downplay these things. These are not right. a big deal. Right. Like, focus on the game. This is not focus news. Focus on the experience. Right. The thing, same thing. Like when they we used to have you know smash patch notes out, they would always oh, yeah. tell us to downplay it. Right. We would always be like, oh, the, the competitive community yeah. really wants to see. The, how can we market this? And they're like, don't ever market yeah. this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Sakurai's gonna whap you with a gold play button for his million YouTube subscribers. He's getting there. He got silver. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's getting... I like his, like, his presentation. It was like, how to make a compelling presentation. Don't talk too much. <laughs> he should have given that presentation to some people at Nintendo, uh, for sure. Well, as we get close to this two-hour podcast concluding. <laughs> Don't talk so much. <laughs> but we're at the end now. Uh, superstars. Let's shout them Our, out. They, they get a very special shout out. So. Our amazing superstars <clears throat> we go. who have been growing in numbers. We love them. Yes. And they're so amazing and helpful. Why don't you go first? I will go first. Here we go. Aaron Hash. Ben Eichhorn. Maru Mayhem. Hertz. Eigenverse. From Raul. With love. Jordan Collette. Kiss my flapjack. Mike Chin. Mr. Rogers. Paul Gale Network. Rain Tech. Roy Eschke. Simon Barrera. Switching it up, underscore. Cephazon. The Shark Among Men. And VGM Life. Whee! Okay. All right. Now, one up club graduation service. Here we go. I will also start. Aaron Burgundy. Adam Edwards. Ajahn Malari. Ale Alejandro. Alexandra Pratt. Andre NYH. Angela Bycroft. Bagel. Bookham Dano. Bruce Dash. Chancellor Fairley. Christian. Christopher Lay. Cozy Tar. Captain Cinnamon Buns. Captain Alex. C. Roper 17. Daniel Valencia. Doxon. Duty Face. Douglas Chomix. Dustin E. Dino Punch. Elite Peach. Esparts 50. Ezrato. Furbound. Fred Rossi. Gar. Garrett Hullfish. Ian Xie. Israel or Izzy. Jay Rando. Jabroni Jones. Jackie Z. JK99. JBJ. Jeff Yoakum. Jesse Hernandez. Jim Wakeland. John Responte. Jonathan Rowe. Jordan Hammerly. Joseph DeHayes. Joshua Clements. Juji Fruit. Just Kintro. Kai Comercio. Kawa2796. Kelp Shake. Kevin Delane. K Madman TV. K oh, Christorati Kid. 
You, you got to do the next one. Christopia, party with me. I think that's. I think that was Kidarati dance with me. That changed. Yes. Flip flop. Yes. Next month, Kyle Gamer Barry rookie. Kyle Kretzer. Kyle LaBeouf. Kyler Nelson. Linnell Stickman. Lego My Frago. Link. Hashtag Christarati. Lit. Whose turn is it? Lucas Nico. Mel Ferenc. Mamu. Marky Man 64. Matthew Rewald. Megan. Michael Craven. Michael Mazer. Mikey. Murph. Mytram. Nazar. Nodnarb. Panda Buns. Pastel Prince. Patreon User. Piano Psychopath. Prince Charmless. P.S. Wee. Raver. Rad. Ray Sharon. Ray Clawson. Ryuji Utsuho Oku'u. Renee Rivers. R.J. Kern. Rob Osborne. Rocks. Ryan Hayes, 521. Rianetta. Sam Newland. Sheer Cold Vanille. Shinryu. Slowbro. Schmiggles. Spicy Munchkin. Steel Citron. Sunscreen. The Number Nine Door. Thomas Alvarez. Troopage. Tugs Puppy Bear. Tyler Roddy Geistopian. Video Game Stupid. Beautiful Dandy. Virtual Bot. Wicked Davy. Will Ernst. Zutiverf. And Zed. What a group. What a group. What a group. Some new folks. Yeah. I'm so glad that you guys has joined the, the right side, the Christopian side. Good for you. Hey. Welcome. Welcome to this wonderful, lovely place. Okay. We have to stop. It's two we hours. Do. Okay. Don't forget to follow us on all of our other social media channels. It is Kit and Krista on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and of course, YouTube. Like, subscribe, give this video a thumbs up, hit the notification bell. And of course, join our Patreon family. We'd love to have you. It's patreon.com slash Kit and Krista. We're going to wrap it up for today and we'll see you later. Bye. Bye.